all good vibes. I want to dedicate this song to the memory of two most wonderful people in my life. Mother Hallie Caesar and my sister Anne, who now sleep.
fulfilling the will that you have called us to do, Lord God. This journey is bigger than we are, Lord God. But, Father God, we ask you to set us on the right path, Lord God, and guide our feet and our minds and our hearts, Lord God, to operate in the fashion that you have given us for it to be. Lord, let your anointing come across this call, Lord God, and we pray in the name of Jesus that you anoint those who come on, Lord God, that even as they open their mouth, Lord God, that they will speak the words, Lord God, that has been given to you. Let it be uplifting to one another, Lord God, to keep us on this path of righteousness, Lord God. Let us not straight straight veer to the left or the right, Lord God, but let us walk straight ahead, Lord God. We ask that you make these crooked paths straight, Lord God. We ask that you guard us and cover us and keep us throughout this day. Father God, we lift up those who are unsaved, who, are, who have not yet confessed Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Open up their eyes, Lord God. Open up their hearts and their minds, Lord God. Remove those callous parts, Lord God, who say that there isn't a God, Lord God. For I know that there's no God like you, Jehovah. We ask Lord God, that you would just change them, let them confess the name of Jesus, Lord, that they too will be saved. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You there, Sam? Brother Overseer. Sam. Yeah, man, I'm. Uh, I, I I was messing with you. I said I just did what you did. I did worse. I hung the phone up. <laughs> I started praying, and I heard you say, Are "You there, Sam?" And I, oh, I'm on mute. And I went to hit the button. I hit the off button. <laughs> oh, that's one of the things I got to talk about. Response to the <laughs> Oh my goodness, I tell you, special and A-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-E-I-
No, I wasn't. Okay. Um, oh, wow. You probably have You need to get this book because I know you're going to miss a lot of it. I'm going to read part of it to you now. How much time you got? About two minutes. About how much? Two minutes. <laughs> All right, I'm going to read this portion, then I'm going to pray for you. Uh, and I'll send you the um, name of the book because you probably need to get this because it's, it's, yeah. Okay. And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaim with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and the loose the seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose the seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open the seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood. Out of every tribe and tongue, people and nation, and made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked. And I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and elders, and the number of them was ten thousands times ten thousand and thousands and thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power, riches, wisdom, and strength, honor, glory, and blessing. Revelations 5, 1 through 12. In Revelations 5, we get a glimpse into an amazing moment taking place in heaven. The Father on his throne holds in his right hand a scroll <clears throat> with seven seals that no one is worthy to loose. John the Apostle is overcome with sadness as he tears as he tears and tears as he contemplates his heavenly reality. An elder comes to John and tells him not to weep because someone has just shown up who is worthy to open a scroll and loose his seals. This someone is the lamb who was slain for us. He is described as having seven horns and seven eyes, which is the seven spirits of God. The seven horns represent seven foundations of power the lamb has because of his awesome act of redemption on the cross. It is why Jesus said after his resurrection, all authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth, Matthew 26 and 18. He now paid the price not just so souls could be rescued from hell and not just so a few could receive healing, but he had proven that he was worthy to recover all ground that had been lost in the Garden of Eden. Jesus had regained the authority to establish the rule of God upon the seven pillars of the very cultures or infrastructures of every nation on the earth. Second Chronicles 16 and 9 tells us that the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. The Lamb's seven eyes are literally looking for those whom he can send supernatural help from heaven as they advance the kingdom of God on earth. 
The seven spirits of God represent the heavenly help and angels assigned to enforce the authority Jesus was given over heaven and earth. That is why he followed his all-authority, his mind declarations with great commission to make disciples of all nations. <clears throat> the great commission has always been about much more than what most of us haven't imagined. Back in Revelation 5 and 6, we see that an explosion of joy filled the heavens as Jesus took the scrolls with the seven seals. The four living creatures and the 24 elders burst forth with a new song. Verse 10 tells the key line of the song. You have made us kings and priests to our God, and we should reign on earth. The dominion that Adam and Eve had lost was now regained, and heaven was rejoicing. Millions of angels then joined in singing, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessing. These seven attributes of majesty that is worthy to receive each coincide with seven main pillars of every nation's culture and society. When we speak of discipling the nations, we're speaking of these seven pillars of society that a lamb is worthy to receive. After researching the original Greek meanings of these words, it became evident to me that power speaks of government, riches speak of economy, wisdom speaks of education, strength speaks of family. Honor speaks of religion. Glory speaks of celebration, arts and entertainment. And blessings speak of media. I'm going to repeat that again. After researching the original Greek meaning of these words, <clears throat> it became evident to me that power speaks of government. Riches speak of economy. Wisdom speaks of education. Strength speaks of family. Honor speaks of religion. Glory speaks of celebration, which is arts and entertainment. And blessing speaks of media. The lamb was slain, making the ultimate sacrifice to enable us to disciple or instruct the nations in these seven foundations of culture, so we in turn would deliver them to him, thus fulfilling Revelations 11 and 15. The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Our God is worthy that all areas of society and every people group come under his righteous rule. All right, my man. So, did that prick your attention, sir? Yes, it did. <laughs> I kind of figured it would. So, when we were on the line yesterday, um, as we're going through this book, you, you begin to see the seven foundation that each and every one of us has an aspect to play in this. And you know yours right off the bat is education, and then also family. So now I'm going to pray, because this is what he had us doing yesterday, is for a double portion. He says in the Word of God that he has given each and every one of us a measure of faith. And if we do what we're supposed to do, he gives us more. That's according to the steward, the talents, the ten stewards, the ten talents. So he gave them more who did what they were supposed to do with what they had. So, man of God, if you want a double portion of faith so that you, he can anoint you so you can go take your mountain, I will pray for that, and he will give it to you. I do. All right. Father God, Father God, continue to increase a double portion of the anointing that is needed so this man of God will begin to rise up mm, mm, mm. so he can go forth and take the mountains that you have assigned to him, Lord. 
This man of God, Father, is saying, yes, he is submitting himself. He is submitting himself to you. Holy Spirit, go forth. Go forth. It's already taking place. It's already taking place. You just give God the praise and the glory as he is anointing and equipping you to take your mountains. God has assigned you to have. Oh, my God. You're going to begin to run. You're going to begin to stand. You're going to begin to fight on a level that you didn't even know existed before because now you see, sit, understand, and submit. A Holy Spirit anointing is beginning to rise up inside of you. And you're beginning to understand the word and how it applies to your life. Pull not back, but trust in what God is revealing to you and walk and do and be obedient. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Mm -hmm. Yes, Thank you, Lord. Yes, yes. So make sure you take that. That seems kind of interesting, that book you got. Yeah, let me do it now while I'm thinking about it. Yeah, man. It's, 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 yeah, it's getting there. <laughs> you know you know how we go deep. <laughs> right. It's going now. And you know, and as you started reading that, when you started reading that, and you was talking about the seals and, and, and the worthiness of I, I immediately, my mind, oh, it's revelation. <laughs> yes, it is the revelation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to go in there and get some things for to conduct this lab with. Mm-hmm. So I have to run in the store, but I still have my phone with me. Just, just a, you know, you know, the enemy try to attack you when you, you're trying to be about your business, being to do what you got to do, but you don't get no power. That too shall, I should have the victory over that as well. Amen. 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 Anybody on the line want to pray, 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 pray? And the book is The Seven Mountain Prophecy by Johnny in- Inlaw? Yes. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. All righty. So anybody else want to pray for? I'll get ready to start this list.
started. Okay, where's the list of sisters? I'm gonna do that this morning.
Leadership and institution shall rush to go sushi 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 those demonic entities we're praying against. Hush, bukia, katia, siyam, buku, kuku, kuka, kadira, rakubuka. Harashara, kumbushiki. Harambushi, rakasa, daka. Harambushi, rikishishi, rikoseshi, 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 rikoseshi. Harambushi, rikoseshi, 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 rikoseshi. Bushka. Shindiri, rikosa. Busha. Shakara. All right. Pressure to ministries and the family. Shandrashi to go sushi 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 to go sandraka. Harashi to go sushi 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 to raka. Harashi to go sushi 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 to raka. Harasa sakara. Congregations and churches. Randrashi to go sushi 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 to go saka. Haraka Rashishi to go sushi to go sushi to go sushi to go sushi to go saka. Haraka Sushi to go 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 saka. Rushi to go sushi 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 to go saka. Rushi to go sushi 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 to go saka. Rushi to go sushi 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 to go saka. Rumboko Sarakanda, Shiriko Sushi to Ganda, Umboko Sara, Sakra. The sixth hospice, yellow go and run it to go sushi 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 yellow go sushi to 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 go sushi yellow go sushi to 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 go sushi yellow go sushi to go sushi to go sushi to go sushi to go saga sakara. Fresh to me in the families, the season hospice, congregation church prisoners and missionaries, yellow go sushi to 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 go Congregation, churches, prisons, and missionaries. Season hospital abuse and addiction. Yara rombo seke he. Yara rakosa daka. Yara rakose deke. Yara rakosa dandi dere rakombo se dere dakan rande rakose shirakose. Yara rakose rikanda. Yara rakose sakara. Season hospital. 
abuse and addiction. Especially many times, congregation churches, prisons, and missionaries. Sick and shut in. Hold on, Brandy to go say 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 to go Brandy to go say 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 to go Season hops, unpaid, sick and shut in, pressured ministry in time, Congress and churches, abuse and addiction, prison and missionaries. Okay, I said by the list. The sermon, hush it'll go down to the gun 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 to Grace, mercy, and favor. Hundred to go sesh and run to go sesh and run to go sesh and run to go sandaka. Hundred to go sesh and run to go sesh and run to go sesh and radaka. Haraka, sakara. Peace is a path with all understanding. Hush to go sesh 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 to go sakara. Peace of faith, all understanding, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, discernment. Shut up, under the gun, 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 under the Growth in our gifts and the fruits, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, discernment, financial breakthroughs and turnarounds. Run to go say she 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 to go Health, healing, and restoration. Shedded a gosar, rand a gosar, shed a gosada. Hara gosar, shed a gosar, shed a gosar, shed a gosarga. Hara gosada, sakara. Okay. Peace is the past is all understanding, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, grace, mercy, and favor, 
increasing our gifts and our fruits, financial breakthroughs and turnarounds. Grace, mercy, and favor. Increase. Ability to persevere to the end. Should have gone round to go say, should have 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 Okay, grace, mercy, and favor. Increase. Supernatural, superhuman, strength, ability, gifts, and talents on the synergies can increase in basis. Shadow, Gondor, 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 Um Health Healing and Restoration Shin did a go say should 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 go Sarakaranda Hushakasa Sakra Renewing our mind should go say go say should 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 go Sarakara Sakra Renewing our youth run brand go say should go say should go say should go Sarakaranda Sakra Praying for you who should go say should go say should go say should go Saraka Sakra and that's it. Can anybody think anything else? Okay. <clears throat> List are done. Send out a text. We'll do the reading.
Hello? Well, I guess I'm messing up everything. Okay, then. I got the wrong phone by the... Yeah, I'm just gonna. Getting up there in age, that's why. Oh, you oh you got jokes. Uh -uh. Okay then. Yeah, all right. Mm. (laughs) That's funny. Couldn't find the list. It was looking right at me. I take the wrong phone, put it in front of the TV. I'm just rolling it down. Because I thought I heard some noise, and I looked at the phone, I'm like, no. Okay. Anyway. How are you this morning? Well, now you don't want to comment, huh? I thought you, I just woke up. My phone died while I was sleeping, and I got scared because I thought it was like 11 o'clock. You about to have another rough day? Mm-mm. Oh, no, yesterday was just petty. <coughs> the way to describe yesterday. Run around here trying to get them T-shirts. I got it. Oh, you got it? Mm-hmm. When's it going to be delivered? It should be here Thursday or Wednesday. Of this week? No, next week. Mm-hmm. There you go. Today's Friday. What up, child? <clears throat> I'm getting tired of this Trump business. Tired of what? I'm getting tired of this Trump business. Oh, well, let's hope Tuesday. Let's hope hope Tuesday these people don't choose to bring America back 50 years. Thank you.
All right. Well, I guess I'm time to do the reading then. If I can get that right today.
Open our eyes to see those things that you want us to see, Father. Reveal to us the truthfulness of your word, Lord. Reveal to us how to walk in accordance with that and of course that and of course that in accordance with the things that you provide yet of course in accordance with your grace and mercy Father God, you are God yet of course the granddad of course Rosa Sakra. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. and the mountain media. I don't know. Y'all ready for this today? <laughs> I just saw the first one. Like, here we go. Are we ever really ready? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mountain of media is currently occupied almost entirely by evil forces. Because we have never recognized the value of taking media outlets for the kingdom, they have become major tools of the enemy that we must rend out of his hands. He has lived almost unstoppable on this mountain, and he's taken full advantage of his influence. What is media? For our purposes, Media refers to the news outlets that report and establish the news. Therein lies the power of media. They can accurately create the news. They can actually create the news. They can turn a non-story into the big story and turn what should be huge stories into non-stories. Media outlets include television stations and networks, websites, newspapers, radio stations, and magazines. The first enemy nation mentioned in Deuteronomy 7 was the Hittites. This enemy specifically relates to the problems of the mountains and the media. The word Hittite comes from the name Heth, which means fear or terror. And these... Ooh. Ow. Hmm. Really? Hmm. Really? Hmm. Okay, I can tell right now this ain't going to be no fun. Good morning. Oh, okay. Ouch. Father God, ouch. Hmm, okay, wait a minute. Ouch. Oh, Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, really? Really? Oh, that hurts. Mm. Y'all need to pray in the spirit, right, Qua? Mm. Ouch. This is not nice. Mm. See, this is why I be laughing at y'all, because, see, y'all ain't going through this right now. Mm. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Woo, Father God. Mm. 
Okay, so, Father God, this is the pathway that you want me to go down, Holy Spirit. I need your strength. Ha, 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 ha. And my children, my child, should be taught of the Lord. Great should be the peace of my child. No weapon that is formed against me, my family, this prayer line, the seven degrees of separation, my business, no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. Every tongue that comes against us in judgment, our God will rise up. Our God shall condemn. This is the heritage of the service of the Lord, and we are his servants. And our righteousness is of him. He will bless those that bless us. He will curse those that curse us. Father God, you have declared that this is the path where you want us to go down. Father God, give us the armor that is needed so we can go forth to take the land. The enemy is trying to raise his head up. But Father God, we rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus. Claiming this mountain to be his right now in Jesus' name. Oh, Father God, Holy Spirit, get a good, give me that which is needed so I can do what you're calling me to do. I can't do this on my own. I don't even have the desire. But, Lord, I'm asking you to equip me right now. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, we're going to try this again. Hmm. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you to send your angels, your warring angels. Your warring angels, Father. Your warring angels, Lord. Hmm. Thank you, Father God. As they come forth to remove the enemy. Oh, Father God, we praise your name. Mm. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now. What we're getting into is not going to be for the easy-minded. I'm going to tell you right now, if I just got attacked like that, y'all better put your armor on. Well, for whatever mountain that God is calling you to take, the enemy is going to attack you. So you right now, just be prepared. Hmm. Great.
Happy, happy, joy, joy. The mountain of media is currently occupied almost entirely by evil forces. Because we have never recognized the value of taking media outlets for the kingdom, they have become major tools of the enemy that we must rend out of his hand. Rend out of his hand. Again, take the mountain. Again, rend. Take none of these light things. He has lived almost unopposed on this mountain, and he has taken full advantage of his influence. For our purposes, media refers to the news outlets that report and establish the news. Therein lies the power of the media. They can actually create the news. They can turn a non-story into the big story and turn what should be huge stories into non-stories. Media outlets include television stations, networks, websites, newspaper, radio stations, and magazines. The first nation mentioned in Deuteronomy 7 was the Hittites. This enemy specifically relates to the problems of the mountain of media. The word Hittite comes from the name Hef, which means fear or terror. And these terrifying spirits are having a heyday being released over the air through various news outlets. They are arguably causing more damage than the actual terrorists who have little influence without media cooperation. Rampant news coverage of terrorism creates faintness of heart throughout the world. That is such a twisted fear makes it particularly damaging and dangerous. A disproportionate fear creates a false central battlefield. Mm. A disproportionate fear creates a false central battlefield. Fear of Satan, terrorism, disease, plagues, or war puts the heart of men and women on the wrong battlefield and conditions them to respond out of ungodly fears. Wow. I can't even, oh, my God. Think of the media. Today, this is healthy for you. Tomorrow, it's not. Today, this drug comes out, which cures us. Tomorrow, it has all these side effects. Go get your flu shot. So that you think of all the stuff that they put out there. Oh, here's the one for you. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, it may cause death. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, I mean, but, go, go ahead. But, but you know, as you know, it was a song that used to play back in about the eighties or nineties. Don't believe the hype. <laughs> and if you and just like um, with Trump running his campaign, he he stated he loves the poorly educated. Mm. Because the poorly educated, for one, they're not going to try to find the truth for themselves. They're going to try to find somebody to stand behind. So if anything happens, they can have a finger to point at. Now you just mentioned and, about the poorly huh? educated. So you just mentioned something about the poorly educated. Somebody told me yesterday that, um, you know, um, you know, all the studying of the Bible and all that other stuff that they don't really believe all that's necessary. But then if you're not educated about what's really going on, 
then you 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 fall. As I say, if you can't stamp it, then you fall for anything because you don't know. Right. And so and not now, only that, and not only that, but you're going against you following the very thing that God told you not to, and that's <laughs> and, and that's believing what man tells you. Mm, mm, mm. Oh Jesus! Yeah. Okay. And put like this now. I'm I'm looking at Channel Seven. It's showing all these people who have come for the winning of the um, pennant for for baseball. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. These people really should be over there in North Dakota trying to um, get these people to get rid of that pipeline. That's affecting everybody. Okay. Also, hey, how about having a rally that big enough to come and find Jesus or just to worship God? Okay. They're coming together for a... Team made up of man hitting a little ball and a, hitting a little ball with a stick. They said for each of the players, they would get paid a certain amount of money plus the trophy. For the team that they played against, would get a bonus. Now, is that bonus going for the accumulation of everybody, or it's just going for the team? Okay, now other people who have taken advantage of this are the manufacturer of the memorabilia, lodging. Um, They said that the bars around Wrigley Field for the last couple of days, instead of them charging their regular $10 um, fee to get in, they've been charging starting off at $200 to get in. That's just to get in. Now, you can't say that you don't have enough gumption to, or either enough um, zeal in your heart to sit up here and put the same, the same energy towards getting right. Now, after all of this is over and done with, for the people who really put their necks out there on the line for, I think it was like $18,000 ticket. Just to say you were there? <laughs> I mean, but, you know, it's almost reminds you of the gathering of, you know, when, um, you know, Jesus walking through his ministry. He talked about those people trying to make their money off of the, you know, off of what was going on at the time. And he threw them out. Mm. Okay. And then here it is. You saw the many miracles that Jesus had did, and you still questioning him. And he stood on he stood on his father's word, which is also his word. And here it is: somebody come up because they got jealous. Oh, well, uh, yeah, we're looking for something bad on him. So, well, you know, his best friend told me that uh, he did this, that, and the other. Okay, but you had that much animosity because you didn't want to celebrate them. And, you know, and just like they said, the word Christian, it means followers of Christ. Yeah, there's a whole lot of people followed them, but it doesn't mean that it was with them. 
So when are we going to get out of the just being followers and become disciples? I mean, because uh, Christians, they have showed so, so, so much for where it's not of God's word or of his will. And, you know, just like you said before, you get educated, then you understand. You understand, but not only that, you can use your words more effectively. But if we're just saying it just to go along and get along, that's not that's not getting it. And that's what a lot of people have been doing. Comments, criticism? I have none at this time, my dear. <clears throat> okay. A disproportionate fear creates a false central battlefield. Fear of Satan, terrorism, disease, war the heart of men and women on the wrong battlefield and conditions them to respond out of ungodly fears. It's the fear of the Lord that is the beginning of wisdom. All other fears only serve to advance Satan's kingdom. I'm going to have to comment as I go along because I'm just starting to see. Oh, what he's saying, fear of Satan, terrorism, disease, plagues, etc., puts men and women on the wrong battlefield. So they're now the wrong battlefield. So we're fighting stuff that we don't need to be fighting. Distractions. Right. You're not understanding what's really going on. And that that's so that's so prom. And we talk about it all the time on the line and that's why it's important to be focused on Jesus. You can be so busy fighting the devil that you're not doing what you need to do. Mm-hmm. You get so caught up, everything is satanic. This and it's, it's and, and you lose your focus of, you know, like like um I said the other day or somebody said, oh, you can be so busy preparing to do something you never really do it. That's not really faith. Right. You go through the motion. Right. And then it says it's the fear of the Lord that is the beginning of wisdom. Why is the fear of the Lord the beginning of wisdom? Because you're gonna have to, your 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 instant your instant recall is gonna be to ask for help. You say your instant recall? Oh, your instant recourse. Yeah. Just to ask for help. And the thing is, the beginning of wisdom. So, in other words, that's where it's gonna start at. It's not going It's not there, but that's where we started. It's gonna be submitting, getting out of your. Um. And letting God rise up inside it. Mm-hmm. All other fears only serve to advance Satan's kingdom. Bad news is Satan's specialty, and twisting news is his delight. His goal is to flood the airways with bad news, bringing the battle to his home field where he can sleep off fearful and anxious. Wow. Bad news is Satan's specialty, and twisted news is his delight. He can flood the airways with bad news, bringing the battle to his home field where he can easily pick off the fearful things. So basically what it's saying now, when I do this, it brings people into my arena rather than, in other words, 
it flushes them out. It flushes out the, the, the fearful, the anxious, those who are in anxiety. Easily see them because they're reacting to what somebody said. They're rea- and, and they're getting anxious. This is wrong and that's wrong. No. You're and not walking. This one, they see it. You know, and, and so say say he can, and so again, and you you he, it's a, you're just easy that you're not solid. You don't have a foundation, and your foundation is only strong as the word is. After constant exposure to terrifying news, he can then easily inject illness. Ooh, wow! Into our immune systems. Mm. Now, I'm trying to remember stress on how it affects our bodies, our immune systems. I'm trying to remember, okay, if you understand what stress, when a mosquito bites you, your adrenal glands kick in to go push out that which is inside of you because it's not of you. That's a basic form of stress. So now if okay. you're terrifying news and you react to it, then you're in a constant state of stress. Weaken your that. So now understanding that we're a threefold being. So we get a constant barrage. So, okay, even in the Word of God, it talks about sudden fear, distress, or dismay. So if we're getting a constant, see, that's why I don't even look at the news, to be honest with you. If we get a constant barrage, because that's basically what the news does, constantly yeah. barrages you with this shooting, that shooting, the negativity, negativity, negativity. So now what you're doing is you're filling your vessel with all this negativity, and so now you're in a state of anxiety or distress, and you don't even recognize it because you're just, that's just where you are, and that's how you're used to functioning. And he just easily picks up. So, again, so I even remember in some of the movies, and I believe they took it out of reality, that in some of the wars, what they would do, they had a constant, um, constant newscast about how the, they were being defeated. It's mm-hmm. like like I don't I don't I remember I don't remember which one it was, but it was like I'm gonna just say it this way. The United States was over in Germany and had a constant newscast about how the Germans were being defeated. And I believe this is actually in one of the wars they actually did this. And it weakened the man's morale, they just began to give up. Mhm. So that's so what he's so that again this is media and how it affects I got something in the background so like Yeah, that's my um oh, okay. So I mean, so this is what Satan is doing. He's barraging us with negativity and we're absorbing it and so now we're we we're, we're not even solid and we just react to whatever he throws our way. Well, you know, and then they take that as education, but really it's miseducation. <laughs> well, right, right. It's, it's, it's education as far as what the enemy wants you to hear and respond to. <laughs> right. Mhm. I mean, uh, one thing I will commend Barack on when he run ran for his um when he ran for both of his terms, 
And this was a rule of thumb that that that, that whites had always had over minorities. If you want them to act out, talk about their mama, talk <laughs> about their religion, talk about their family. You gonna have an instant fight on your hands. <laughs> okay, they tried that. Barack did not budge. <laughs> Barack was even big enough for when they brought in that crazy woman from Alaska and they found out that her older daughter was pregnant. Mm. He stood up and he said, he said, uh, hands off, we're not even going there. Mm. Okay, here she comes going off. Okay, now this man already gave you a hall pass by not break, by not uh, demeaning your daughter. And you still going to go out like this? Hmm. Okay, but then look how many, look how many idiots that, that followed her. Now, looking at the point of how this man is staying focused on what he's running for. Now, if you look at it now, what is going on with the election? A bunch of hearsay, backstabbing, backbiting. I've heard very little of what's actually going to be done for the issue. But then, too, it had drudged up a whole lot of stuff that people never knew about is coming ahead now. But if you don't take time to 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 to, to study and to look and to be aware of what you're seeing, yeah, you you're you're you you are very susceptible to taking for a ride with the devil. And what you said a word focus and that's what happens what the enemy does with all of this stuff, it makes us lose our focus. And once we lose mm-hmm. our focus, then we can, we're not moving forward. We're moving, but we're not moving forward, and we don't even recognize it. Right. Okay. After constant exposure to terrifying news, he can then easily inject illness into our weakened immune systems. The proliferation of bad news is known to physically affect the heart and the immune system. Satan constantly sets scenarios that distract us from what should be the true battlefields. He uses the media to create infighting and division at all levels of our society. So we begin to turn on ourselves. And it's just what I was talking about. Constant proliferation of bad news is known to physically affect the heart and immune system. So, again, he's using strategies to affect the, I always talk about spirit, soul, and body. So he's using strategies to hit us on those three levels through the news. To affect uh-huh. our souls and bodies. So now we're in a, a weakened state, so we can't, we're not even, we're not even able to physically push off what he's putting on us. And because we're so used to this, we don't even understand that's the state of, State of um, state of mind, spirit, soul, and body that we're in. Okay. 
One of the primary reasons that the Iraq conflict has been so difficult and protracted is because of the complicity of the mainstream media to erode our national willpower by accentuating the most terrifying, horrific news of the conflict. As a nation, we buy our large fighting terrorists and the media. Terrorism isn't effective without the cooperation, intentional or not, of media. Terrorism's goal is terror, and it needs a spokesman. And the spokesman is not Osama bin Laden. <clears throat> that role goes to Al Jazeera, CNN, and so on. Bin Laden has no voice unless they agree to release whatever he spews out. So now, if we look at that, taking it even deeper on the spiritual level, what he's saying, and he's going back to the Hittites and that being a spirit of terror, I'm going. To, I want you to read. I want you to look at that. I'm. Gonna, let me read this first. Then I'm gonna read. Read that. He said the first enemy nation mentioned in Deuteronomy seven was the Hittites. This enemy specifically relates to the problems of the mountains of media. The word Hittite comes from the name Heth, which means fear or terror. And these terrifying spirits are having a heyday, being released over the air through the various news outlets. In other words, the king of this mountain of the, is the Hittites, and that meaning terror. That's the spirit, the spirit of terror. Now, keep that in mind when I reread this. Remember, look at this on a spiritual basis. One of the primary reasons that the Iraq conflict has been so difficult and protracted is because of the complicity of the mainstream media to erode our national willpower by accentuating the most terrifying and horrific news of the conflict. They are accentuating the most terrifying and horrific news. As a nation... We buy our large fighting terrorists and the media. Terrorism isn't effective without the cooperation, intentional or not, of media. Terrorism's goal is terror, and it needs a spokesman. The spokesman is not Osama bin Laden. That role goes to Al Jazeera, CNN, and so on. <clears throat> bin Laden has no voice unless they agree to release whatever he spews out. So now, again, once we look at that in the spiritual context, the prince of the power of the air, looking at it from there, we see what's really promoting what's really going on. Media is Perhaps the hardest enemy to deal with because they are mainlined into our computers, televisions, both at work and at home. Okay, and now we got phones. In other words, it's everywhere. Before, you know, we didn't even have phones. Now we can't even leave out the house without a phone. Everything we do is on our phone. And media is there. Everything. So in other words, we got it. Media is perhaps the hardest enemy to deal with because they are mainlined in our computers and televisions, both at work and at home. Every day, we hear or read multiple reports from Iraq, for example, on casualties and every other tragic turn of events. Media outlets rarely tell of the schools Americans have built or the people we have helped in so many different ways in Iraq. 
yet they don't miss a chance to pump into the nation any bad report available. They do it so well and so consistently that we actually believe it's a truthful picture. They have created a battlefield and convinced us that's where we must act as a priority. As a result, we quickly ask all political candidates their thoughts on the war and base our vote on this artificial battlefield created by the demonic power on top of the mountain of media. The reporters themselves actually mean to express some measure of journalistic altruism, but media's physical faces are, by large, just unwitting paws of those ruling enemies. <clears throat> so now, the whole agenda of the enemy, and I'm talking about Satan here, that he's got those who are in charge, the ones that's running these organizations, then we'll take that into account, the ones that's running that, like the Illuminati and all these other secret secret um, organizations. They're the ones that's governing the media. They're because they're promoting Satan's agenda. And, see, they're the ones directly tied into Satan, and they didn't, you know, they understand, and that's what they do. They're worshiping him. And so now they're the ones with all the power and the connection that, that is mainstreaming and, and, and focusing on what Satan intends to focus on. So, again, this is all structured, and that's what we need to understand. This is structured. It's not, it's not happenstance. It's structured from the prince of the power of the air. Meanwhile, more people will die by abortion in any uh, any major American city than will die from war terrorism in Iraq. This means it is exponentially more dangerous to be a baby in America's womb than to serve on the front lines in a war. Hmm. Wow. 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 Now that's powerful. Hmm. I got to read that again. Meanwhile, more people will die by abortion in any major American city than will die from war terrorism in Iraq. This means that it's exponentially more dangerous to be a baby born in an American womb than to serve on the front lines in a war. We also experience more daily deaths in this nation from car wrecks, suicide, murder, AIDS, cancer, (coughs) heart attacks, drug overdoses, and many other causes. More people die every day from a miswritten doctor's prescription than in the Iraq conflict. Yet, that fact isn't even known by the nation at large. The Iraq conflict is the front-page story only because the Hittites, the media, have made it so, and in the process, greatly handicapped our ability to actually deal with terror. Wow. That is deep. Well, Sam, I got one for you. I met a man a couple of years ago when I was working over at Best Buy. And he was from his original company, I mean, from his original country. They are fighting over there for where, you know, people are fleeing, you know, in fear of their lives. And I asked him, I said, well, how is it? I said, have you heard from any of your family members that's still over there? How is it going? He said, he said, don't worry about the war that's going on over there. Over, you know, over there. Worry about what's going on over here. 
He said, the government can send money over to my government to help out. But in the meantime, you got so many, so many people that's lost here. That's like your point. And that's from somebody who's on the other side. Right. Mm. Now, here it is. We don't have to sit up here and kill each other. Mm. And nine times out of ten, what's going on is over something that we don't own. <laughs> but when they want to get out here and talk about, oh, this is my turf. You don't smoke the stuff on my turf. This isn't <laughs> yours in the first place. Now, either, here it is, Michael Jordan's shoes. Well, I want some of those. I'm going to take those. Okay, again, they weren't yours. I mean, so, and uh, one of my managers, it was around Father's Day. And one of the um, guys at the store had asked that manager, what would be a good Father's Day present to give? And the man stood up there and told him, he said, you know, I never thought I would see the day where people would actually kill each other over a piece of plastic. And the young man said, what? He said, I never thought I'd see the day where people honestly go and shoot and kill somebody over a piece of plastic. I said, yes, I see. That's how, that, that's, that's just how lost we are. Cell phones are made out of plastic. All this high-powered, high-tech stuff is made out of, majority of it is plastic. You pay these high costs for these phones, and it didn't even cost the company to make them. It probably cost about maybe ten dollars for them to make it. But we get into the hype of, of what to better um, how people see me. It'd be good if I go ahead and spend my money on this, so people can notice me. Or if I wear this, people can notice me. And they just—I don't know if you hear seen TJ. TV Jake's show the other day, but it was talking about women and beauty. And it was talking about this one young lady where she said she didn't send out a picture of herself unless she photoshopped it first. I mean, so, you know, we got to look at for what, what are we following? I mean, is it an image with substance or is it just an empty image just to be seen? I can see you, Sam, but when did they ever take time to get to know you? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so like I said, I, I, you know, I, I, I met you and all, but say if I would never had took time to have a conversation with you at church or either get on this prayer line, how else would I get a chance to know you? You wouldn't. What? I mean, so that's what we need to do instead of priding ourselves and multitasking. How about taking time out and putting some and, and putting some time some some time and substance into getting to know exactly what you're doing, so that way you have a better understanding. And that's what we do on this line every morning. That's true. 
But see, like I said yesterday, we got so caught up in, oh, well, you know, I can rely on this. No, because guess what? When we rely on prepackaged food, when we rely on things that's taking the so-called hard work out of it, it already said, rely. You said you're putting your face in something that's already a lie from the get-go. Going back to what I heard they said, you're falling into the hype of the promises is giving you, but that may be the number one thing that's making you sick. But then by the time that you find out about it, that's when, okay, now the truth comes to you, but you could have figured out a long time ago. You know, just like Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz. They told her, hey, you could have went home a long time ago if you had to say that you wanted to go home. But she decided to go through a whole bunch of other things instead of thinking of herself and getting back to her family. Okay, I'll finish. Amen. I believe Apollon serves as the ruling spirit over the Hittites, who is presently occupying the top of the mountains of media. I also believe he is going to be evicted from his place of influence. Now, what he's doing now, he's being specific about what media is, how it truly operates and where it originates from, and who the ruling entity is. Okay? So now, this is called strategy. So when we talk about the prince of the power of the air, we're talking about um, principalities and powers. There's an organization at work. Just as we see organizations here in the natural, there's organizations in the spiritual arena. So he's now identifying the head of this particular mountain and identifying it as Apollon. Apollon means destroyer or destruction. And that's exactly what he releases through his control of this mountain. Revelation 9 describes those under Apollon as having tails like scorpions, and there were stings in their tails. Scorpions have four tails, or for our purposes, forked tails, F-O-R-K-E-D-T-A-L-E-S. Okay, now it's a play on words here. He's saying in Revelation 9, Describes those under Apollon as having tails like scorpions. T A I L S, tails like scorpions. And there were stings in their tails. T A A T A I L S. Scorpions have forked tails. T A I L S, or for our purposes, forked tails. T A L E S. Okay. So he's doing a play on words. Mm-hmm. Okay. This description fits the work produced by many media outlets. They are twisting events and making them say something they are not saying. Their sting is in their tails, T-A-L-E-S. The liberal agenda is actually a twisted look at issues resulting in a twisted interpretation of what would be a solution. 
Because of this, the enemy's strategy is to fill the mountain with humanistic liberal people who have become his most unwitting pawns in his release in releasing his venom. Now, I'm we gotta go back to uh oh, we've been through so many books. Money and Wealth in the New Millennium. Is that the one I'm talking about? But bottom line, we're talking about Heglian conflict. Producing say order out of chaos. So when I have a structured chaos, it brings about a structured order. So now, through this twisted tales, it's promoting agendas and things that the enemy wants done. Again, all of this is structured. And then you have what did he say? This mountain's fuel, this mountain's strategy is to fill the mountain with humanistic liberal people who become his most unwitting pawns in releasing his venom. And because people are so influenced by the constant barrage of uh, of, of, of what the news is telling them or what their, their perception of what's true, you know, that they don't even, they, 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 they just, they're pawns. Because they themselves have not taken the time to let the spirit of truth reveal to them who God is, what's going on. See, there's, and what did God say in the last days? He's going to release strong delusion. So in other words, things will be so, you can't see the truth even when it's sitting in your face because you've been so blinded by delusion. And the only thing that will separate the lie from the truth is the word of God. Yeah, like my grandfather used to tell me, he said it's going to be a time where we got so used to walking amongst demons, we're not going to recognize them. Because that's because we've become so familiar with them. Uh-huh. The word liberal means different things to different people in many nations. In this book, liberal will refer to American liberalism that seeks to be free from God-ordained ethics and values as revealed in the Bible. Okay. The word liberal means different things to different people in many different nations. In this book, liberal will refer to the American liberalism that seeks to be free from God-ordained ethics and values as revealed in the Bible. I'm referring to a worldview that exalts humanity and demotes God, or at least his relevance. God may be in the picture, but he's not properly centered. So the compass for a proper worldview is askew. Conservationism often does no better at putting God in the middle of life, but the values exposed by conservatives are generally more consistent with a biblical worldview. God in the middle means that he is the center of the universe and we orbit around him. Liberalism, on the other hand, unwittingly puts humanity at the center of the universe. And if God exists, he orbits around us. Okay, then. Let's, let me read that again. Conservatism often does no better at putting God in the middle of life. But the values exposed by the conservatives are generally more consistent with a biblical worldview. So, in other words, what he's saying 
Again, what we talk about all the time, you can do godly things but not be of God. So now mm-hmm. conservatism is, is doing good and godly things. Of course, taking care of the planet. And since now we're finding out that, that, that create God is concerned about his creation, meaning the earth, the water, the air, animals, not ever saying that he wasn't, but now we understand from a kingdom point of view that he's concerned about his creation. From a biblical point of view, he's concerned about his creation. So now, see, this is, this is where, again, where deception comes in. So now you have liberalism and conservatism, and they're, they're focusing on taking care of the world and the animals and all the stuff, which is a goodly thing and it's a godly thing. But God is not at the center of it. So, in other words, they're being led by their emotions, and they're doing good things. And so, as far as Satan is concerned, you're good. Again, distractions, anything that gets you off of where you need to be. So, you're focusing on keeping the animal on the earth and all these things, and that's a beautiful thing, and it is of God, but God did not tell you how to do it. He's not the center of it, and that's the problem. Conservatism often does no better putting God in the middle of life, but the values exposed by conservatives are generally more consistent with the biblical worldview. God in the middle means that he is the center of the universe and we orbit around him. Liberalism, on the other hand, unwittingly puts humanity at the center of the universe. And if God exists, he orbits around us. Now, right there. God orbits around us. That even sounds okay, but then again, it doesn't. It sounds okay because, wow, yeah, God is God is in everything. I mean, just think about it. He orbits around us. Yeah, that's true, but then again, that's wrong. God is the center of everything, even even in our cellular structure. And see, if we, and that's how askew, that's how wrong it is. But again, distraction. Satan got us having things backwards, deception. God, that is not the original plan of God. That's the problem. It is not the original plan of God. He is to be a sinner. You know what? And he has the right to be jealous. He has the right to say, I'm number one. He has the right. Everybody else can't do that. He has earned that right. He has earned that privilege. We haven't. He is the center of the universe, and we orbit around him. Liberalism, on the other hand, unwittingly puts humanity at the center of the universe. And if God exists, he orbits around us. He's defined by what makes sense to our rational minds. Now, right there. Again, that's us trying to figure stuff out in our limited understanding, in our limited knowledge. We're trying to put God in a box. He's defined by what makes sense to our rational minds. Liberals are not bad people. They are just people who have been deceived into embracing a deprioritized view of God. Wow. Let me read that again. Liberals are not bad people. They are just people who have been deceived 
into embracing a deprioritized view of God. Because of this deception, Satan's great desire is to fill the airways with them and unwittingly release his twisted tales, T-A-L-E-S, and terror upon nations through them. As God's righteous judgments are made manifest, however, the world will increasingly know that it is he who rules the earth. Many are already asking, is God trying to say something to us with all these hurricanes, earthquakes, tsunamis? In the minds of many, God is by necessity being brought back to the center of life. Again, now, even in that sentence there, is God trying to say something? And what's the other thing? If there's a God, he wouldn't do this to us. If there's a God, why all these murders going on? Because, again, we don't understand or we understand only by our level of thinking. Our level of, 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 of you know, we're finite. Mm-hmm. We're trying to put God in a box. God created the box. God is raising up a new breed of evangelists to take this mountain of media. Now, you know what? Hmm. That's the same reason he had to destroy the, 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 the first generation of the Israelites. Well, when I say destroy, in other words, let them die in a, um, out in the wilderness. I can't change their mindset. They're too stuck in themselves. They're too stuck in what they know. So he has to raise up new people, young people. And again, go back to the media. That's another reason Satan tries to destroy, destroy the youth. Either destroy them by killing them off or destroy them by getting them askew, not understanding who they are truthfully, who they are ordained to be. So then God can't use them. Satan uses them. God is raising up a new breed of evangelists to take this mountain of media. The word gospel means good news. Mm. An evangelist is someone anointed to bring good news. The best news, of course, is what Jesus sacrificed on the cross accomplished, giving us access into heaven. That's the traditional understanding of an evangelist from the perceptive, perceptive of the gospel of salvation, and it's correct, but not complete. Okay, I'm going to go over that again, because he's breaking stuff down. The best news, of course, is what Jesus has sacrificed on the cross accomplished, is giving us access into heaven. That's the traditional understanding of an evangelist from the perspective of the gospel of salvation. Remember, he's breaking down the gospel of salvation and the gospel of the kingdom. And it's correct, but not complete. In the gospel of the kingdom, we've seen that our nations also have a soul that the Lord is after. Bad news conditions a soul to respond to satanic influences. Good news conditions are sold to respond to God because God is good. There's no inherent value to good news that extends beyond just the message of salvation. I'm sorry, there's an inherent value to good news that extends beyond the message of salvation. Paul wrote, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, Whatever things are of good report, 
if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Mm. We'll go through that again. That's Philippians 4 and 8. Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, is there ever anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. You need to meditate on these things so you can push off that barrage of negativity that Satan is trying to keep us bound with. So we need to, again, restore and renewing our minds. We need to constantly put stuff inside of us that's going to give us something that's going to feed us spiritually or feed our soul. We need to constantly let the Holy Spirit teach us and speak to us, and we need to be kept in that state so that it makes it difficult for us to be caught up in the distractions of the enemy. This passage should be the guiding philosophy for anyone who feels led to take on the mountain of media. This is who the Lord will help and promote. The airways are to be filled with that which is true, that which is noble, that which is just, that which is pure, that which is lovely, that which is of a good report, that which is of virtue, and that which is of praiseworthy. The Lord's School of Journalism grows out of this passage. Any news network that incorporates these standards into its news reporting will begin to be lifted up to the top of the mountain by the Lord. Mm. Wow. Now check this out. I'm going to read this again. This passage should be guiding philosophy for anyone feels led to take on the mountain of media. This is who the Lord will help and promote. The airways are to be filled with that which is true, that which is noble, that which is pure, that which is just, that which is lovely, that which is of a good report, that which is of virtue, and that which is praiseworthy. The Lord's School of Journalism grows out of this passage. Any news network that incorporates these standards into its news reporting will begin to be lifted up to the top of the mountain of the Lord. So as I was reading, I was like, ooh, really? That's boring. I said, but then like, wait a minute, hold up, dude. That's part of the problem. What do I mean by that? Again, now I'm talking about me. I'm conditioned. I gotta have some, some, some murder and some this and another. I'm conditioned. You know, I'm right now. I'm just talking about movies. Okay, that's what I'm. You know, mm-hmm. but I, that just say, hold up, dude. Wait a minute. You can't say that there there can't be any other kind of movies. I mean, I, that I thought just ran across my mind when I was like, and I said, well, yeah, actually, they can. And actually, I do watch some other good movies. Again, and, but and, but what caught me so God needs those people who's on this mountain. And again, if you are, are if, if when I'm reading this information and God is telling you this is where I want you to be, then this again is a part of His recipe. And if you do these things, then He will lift you up and position you where He wants you to be. See, if I if you know you're led by the world doing all those other world things, and Satan, he'll lift you up. See, do, see that, and even in itself, if you get an understanding of that, that's why 
all the rock stars, all the, you know, they they get all the stuff so quickly and this and the other. Well, they're promoting Satan's agenda, so he's lifting them up. Mm-hmm. But now God says, if you do this, meditate on these things and these things hit you, then I will lift you up. And in these last days, he's again, what is he doing? His eyes are searching to and through the earth for someone that he can show them who's, uh, who are loyal to him, and he will show themselves so strong on his behalf, on their behalf. And he will lift you up. That doesn't mean it's wrong to report on a disaster or a negative turn of events or even on human mistakes and corruption. It does mean, however, that instead of an endlessly replaying a disaster, the positive response to negative news can be highlighted. There is a redemptive silver lining in every tragic event, an element of hope somehow connected to it. The airways must be filled with this kind of story angles that release hope. We meditate on and are motivated by whatever is before our eyes. And you know what? And even when I was reading that there, what do they do? They they what is it? Like you said earlier, they hype something out. They take they take something and they make it over 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 to the extreme. Mm-hmm. And that's what draws people to it. Because they're trying to build their ratings. My cousin mm-hmm. once said something to me and I was like, Wow. You see an accident on the expressway. It could be to the side expressway. Traffic will slow down on both sides of the expressway. So we can see somebody laid out, blood everywhere, this and other. And when we look at it, we go, ugh. Why do we do that? Well, okay. understanding of our flesh nature and how we made up, then you go, well, yeah. But most people don't have that understanding. I mean, because the first thing, the first thing that you really would should feel compelled to do is to go in and see what you can do to help. But they mm-hmm. show so much of it that that part, you know, that, you know, seeing so much of it mm-hmm. for when it does happen, we're like Pavlov's dog. We get desensitized against it. So, and then the first thing goes into self-mode. Well, I'm glad it ain't me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you remember Eddie Murphy's um, movie? I think it was Raw, either Delirious. I know. At that. the I... end, he at the end he did something so profound to where it caught people off guard. But then at the end, it 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 it, it almost like a like a wave went over the crowd, over the audience. At the end of the, um, for his ending monologue, he has said, he said, I am really amazed. You all paid good, hard-earned money to come out and hear me cuss. But yet, we had a lovely singer by the name of Marion Anderson you wouldn't even let into your opera hall. Y'all have a good night. You hear people laughing because they got so conditioned through the night just to laugh, just to laugh, just to laugh. But then when he said that, you start seeing people quieting up. And at the end, you heard nothing because he hit a chord. Here it is. You've gotten so misplaced that you rather pay your hard-earned money to come out and hear somebody just use derogatory wording to put somebody down or to make fun of somebody 
But here you had a woman who had the gift of song. And just because of the color of her skin, you wouldn't let her into your opera house. And like I said, just out of here making that statement, it spoke volumes to get them to wake up to see just how um, distorted their way of thinking is at that time. And it still goes on today. But he put it out there. When he said that, I said, okay. I said, I got to give him a standing ovation. Because here it is. He knows why these people are paying money. Okay, it's blowing his mind. Why they want to sit up there here and do something that really he should have not even got sucked up into. But, you know, it's giving them attention. You know, it's got them out there. But now for where he's sitting now, people want to look at him as a washed-up, a has-been, but he still has his integrity. Just like with the movies that he makes now, they're more spiritual-based, and it's not it doesn't have the, it doesn't have the um the bad language in it. And even his ex-wife has said that if you get a, if he's not if he's not if the camera's not in front of him, he's the exact opposite of what you see when he's on stage. So now he's coming more to himself. And his spiritual base, he's not he 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 he's not following behind the entertainment the way they thought that he would, or for the way that they think that that, that he should. But um, I said, yeah, out of, out of him making that statement at the end of that movie, it quieted up it quieted up a whole lot of folks and had them to think. Okay, I'm finished. Sam? Yeah. Okay. Um, I said, this doesn't mean it's wrong to report on a disaster or on a negative turn of events or even on human mistakes and corruption. It does mean, however, that instead of endlessly replaying a disaster, the positive response to negative news can be highlighted. There's redemptive silver lining in every tragic event an element of hope somehow connected to it. The airways must be filled with this kind of story angles that release hope. We meditate on and are motivated by whatever it is before our eyes because the kindness and goodness of the Lord leads to repentance, Romans 2 and 4. Filling the airways with news and stories of nobility, truth, justice, virtue, and praiseworthy things can actually change the spiritual climate. Wow. Okay, I got to say that one again. Because the kind we meditate on and are motivated by whatever is before our eyes. Because the kindness and goodness of the Lord leads to repentance, Romans 2 and 4. Filling the airways with news and stories of nobility, truth, justice, virtue, and praiseworthy things can actually change the spiritual climate. As the climate changes, there's an increased conductivity toward repentance. The end result will be that more souls will come to the Lord 
by our targeting the mountain of media than by targeting souls themselves. Good news conditions people's hearts to the one who is good. Mm. Wow. All right, that's the lesson for today. And no, I'm not reading it again. <laughs> okay. Because somebody, is that the reread? Somebody just about to say, is that the reread? Remix. <laughs> That's the only read. I changed phones. Good morning, everyone. Oh, it's her. She got a day off, everybody. Everybody get Lisa up. I think she got a day off. Hey, come on. That's right. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yes. Good morning, Lisa. Right. Good morning, y'all. Yes. Oh. Yes, several hand claps, and I made it. I made it through this week. I have no criminal record. <laughs> Oh wait a minute! Speaking of media, <laughs> you and your 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 um your MMA at your school. Oh my God! Oh God! You know what? I can't even. I don't know, man. All I have to tell y'all is be careful what you ask for. The one name when you get a sound. It's crazy. Yep, but that's interesting. So if we fill the airways with that which the Lord wants us to do, it will condition and transform people and we'll easily be more receptive to God. So just as I said, like when I was reading, I said, I, you know, I want something. I want some, you know, shoot them up, beat them up. But now, okay, if I'm, because the airways are now different, then I'm different. Perfect example, Lisa. Your school, what you're telling me, because of those who have been removed, your climate is different in the school. Mm-hmm. So the kids are more receptive, more teachable. Yeah. Same exact thing. Our flesh nature as a whole is just gravitates towards the ungodly. It's our flesh. That's what it does. That's who it is. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. what we need to begin to learn on a whole nother, get an understanding on a whole nother level. See, that's where knowledge, wisdom, understanding comes in. So that you, when you go, I, I don't want that stuff, but oh, actually that stuff is better for me. So I'll take it. Okay, like they talk about, y'all talk about me with my juicing. Yeah, 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 it might not look good, but it's good for me. And it allows me to do what I need to do. So get past that initial oomph of, I don't want to look at that. Oh, but that was a good movie. Girly movies. I'm saying girly movies. What if somebody had me looking at? I was not, and I know what it was, talking to somebody about um, being a father. One day I was looking at a movie, and by the end of the movie, I had a tear running down my face. I said, what the hell happened to you? <laughs> I, I was like, what, what's wrong with you? But becoming a father made me more sensitive to things. Hunked out. <laughs> okay, you know what? So I'm saying, yeah. so now, same way, because the airways have changed, 
people, if we if we focus on that and get past the 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 niche understanding that's our flesh just paid no attention, and fill ourselves with that which is good for us, we'll be more sensitive to God, which is better for us. May I comment? Surely, dear. Okay. Thank you. I just wanted to say that um, something that I share with with young people, too, and it's applicable to adults as well, because we talk about how young people need to turn off that mess, right? All that rap music, all them pan-sagging, and y'all, you know, all that mess, y'all, but adults do the same. Where are they getting it from? How do they have access to it? Because adults are doing it. Adults are nothing but the same children a few years older. So this same, they watch us watching Empire and watching Scandal and watching all this garbage. So then they do it. You you know, it's, it's the same thing. Sensitive and we have to be aware. When I say sensitive, I don't mean like Sam crying on the movie sensitive. Haha, I don't mean that sensitive. I mean aware. Yeah. Um, that none of this is coincidence. Is it really coincidence that all of a sudden cops being killed on TV every other day and, you know, all of the church shootings and all this horrible stuff, all these nat- these natural disasters, I mean, that all of this stuff is starting to be shown on the airwaves, that it's starting to, you know, be on TV in such a way that it saturates and permeates us, that it has the entire, that all the the crazy political stuff. This is hell. This is Babylon. And it's been here, but now it's like the enemy is like, boom, we win it. He's trying to make us think that he's winning. He's trying to make, because it's so prevalent and it has flooded and it's saturated. You know, it, that stuff infects your spirit. It gets down into, it gets down to a point where it's almost cellular. You know, and it will saturate. And then that type of stuff transform is whatever goes into your head is what you will become. And so it transforms you. You know, it will transform you and before you know it, you know, you speak in negative. You I noticed, you know, even with me, my mom pointed it out. She said, you know, you it seems like um um it seems like for a while, like she's you know, it's not this way now. But she said seems like for a while, you know, like you like you were changing, like you were starting to speak negative and you were starting to be angry, whatever, because I noticed that I started watching different types of movies. I started, yeah, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like I was doing things different, and so I didn't realize that it was being, you know, that the results of that were being made manifest um, in the way that I walked and in the way that I saw things and in my attitude. And so um, <clears throat> I'm just saying you know that we have to be um, keenly aware not only of what we see or not only of what we ingest ingest and, and, you know, all of that stuff, but we have to be aware of the plan. We have to be aware of the overall um, point of all of this, which is to cause us to self-destruct. And we also have to remember that there is never a coincidence with this stuff. The people controlling the media, the radio, the TV, what's being shown, what's not, they could be showing only good stuff. They could be showing, you know, the black man going to college. Um, They could be showing, you know, stories of heroes all day. They could be, but no, 
because that doesn't cause self-destruction. They don't want anything that's going to have us uplifted, helping one another, uh, being healthy and whole emotionally, physically, psychologically, spiritually. That's not what they want because the people, uh, the, the, the systems, if you will, do not benefit from that. They only benefit from destruction. And so we have to be smart and we have to be aware of what is going on with that. And we have to counter it constantly, every moment, every second, every millisecond of the day. And we also have to make sure that we are building each other up. Now is the time where we have to be together more than ever, we, you know, to, to build each other up and, and wrap each other up and build that cocoon. You know, just the way when the other day, you know, I was talking to Pam about some stuff happening. She said, okay, you sound like you becoming unglued. And she talked to me, and she had to talk me down off of a ledge like she is so good at doing. But she had to talk me off of a ledge because I was about to go ballistic. You know, that's what we have to do with one another. We have to be transparent, you know, about things that are going on with us. It's not the time to try to be acting like everything is just perfect when it's not. We have to be transparent. We have to be supportive, non-judgmental, all of those things, because the systems of the world are indeed, as we speak, in the process of trying to cause us as humans to self-destruct and turn on one another so that they benefit. And so, again, in closing, I'm just saying that we have to be aware. The awareness is the key. That's why we have to constantly pray for discernment and wisdom, wisdom, discernment, discernment, wisdom, supernaturally so that we can really see, you know, dig deeper and see what's really going on so that we can be calm in the midst of the storm and fight the battle that way and not be allow ourselves to become entrenched in just what it appears to be. Amen. Thank you. That's all. Everybody hung up. They're talking too much. Oh, I'm still here. No, you still think oh, you still support? Okay. <laughs> when you were talking, it took. That was that was well said. That was well said because we can be sucked up in the negative by what by what we um, expose ourselves to. Um, um, almost eighty to eighty percent of the news is of the news and the media is more negativity. Um, mm-hmm. You barely, you rarely find the positive things. You know, of course, we, we, it starts off negative, like the missing kids, and then the kids are found. And you know, I mean, we can be sucked up into that, uh, that 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 way of thinking if we don't um, exercise our exercise our spiritual life. Because it's carnality. All of this feeds into our carnal, fleshly things. You know, you know when we see when we see, when we see in the news the destruction of the world, it make it should make us as the children of God draw closer to Him in praying for those things that that are that are that are try to make us turn our way of thinking and 
you know, mm-hmm. the old cliche sex sales, and which is more prevalent now to our youth. So the train of child and which they should go should be, uh, we should be more steadfast and more pressing to push to teach mm. our children those things of, 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 of spirituality, not carnality, because right now, like, you know, the kids right now on all these other shows that feeding into their rebellious spirit, rebellious nature, or what they do it on TV, so I'm going to try it at home, you know, those kind of mm-hmm. things. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you find yourself not throwing God on them, but you find yourself constantly battling with them when in their mindset. I'm trying to pray them. Okay, incorporating the prayer in my home, incorporating the positive things that, that of God, the godly things, the, the things that are going to enhance your spirit and not turning you, you know, you're fighting for them and with them. Because they're going to be combative when you try to say, no, tea, you know, don't watch that show or, or, you know, you can't watch that show, or, you know, which we have watched it when we were young. I mean, our parents tried to steer us from that, but once we get to the age of choosing what we want to view, you know, but it's, it's a take, it's a reconditioning thing that we have to do as parents to 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 put the positive in there, the positive stuff, the positive movies, positive positive shows, the uh, compassionate shows, opposed to the fighting, or the bickering about reality shows and girls going wild and all this other stuff, you know. So I, good 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 message, good message. Thank you. I didn't intend on it being, I just, I just, I, I just keep seeing so many people get sucked up by it. And, you know, so many folks have just said, oh, my God, this is horrible. I'm just ready to die and go to heaven because this is crazy and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, you just got to, um, you know, you just got to, we just got to see it for what it is. It is warfare. You know, we talk about. You know how um, folks we talk about in the church. We talk about spiritual warfare all the time, being on the battlefield and all this stuff. But we, so much of that stuff is just lip service because a lot of us really don't see it for real, that it is real. <laughs> it's real. As long as you have, you know, good and evil, as long as you have spirit versus the flesh, there always is a war. There's always going to be a conflict because a conflict simply means that once I wants this and the other side wants that. So it's been that way since the beginning, you know, but we, we say mm-hmm. things a lot of times, but we really don't get what it really, really, really means. And then when the stuff happens for real and it's being made manifest at a higher level, mm-hmm. then it's like, whoa, it's like we act like we don't know what it is. And I'm like, no, it's the stuff you keep talking about out your mouth. When you keep saying, you said you was on the battlefield, but if you keep saying stuff, you know, it's is is what you may manifest. You keep saying it. That's that mind you know, renewing my mind each and every day. I, I always I run to that that scripture that we not be transformed to be conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. I keep, and I try to live that life every day because of that battlefield up there in our mind. Yeah, how what you perceive up there. So you got yeah. to warfare every day. What you gonna re- accept to receive in your mind? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 
Yes, and that's it. And that's oh my God, I had a um a web page, a website, whatever, some some years back, um, and it was it was called um something I don't even remember now. Something about the mind, and it and it just the mind is where it all starts. It's that where it all, everything starts there. And it's just a matter if you let it take root and grow or if you kill mm-hmm. it right there. Mm-hmm. George Myers had a, a, a devotion, I think it was like 14 days, about renewing the battleship of the mind. And, and I thought that was a powerful devotion. She had like a 14-day read. And I thought it was so powerful how she talked about that, the battlefield you know, of the mind, how we, we have to, I mean, I, I, I try to operate, I try to operate in my, with Romans 12 too. Mm-hmm. Because, because we know that every time we, our minds are the ones that, you know, you know, mind, body, spirit, come on. Mm-hmm. Renewing of the mind. Mm-hmm. And thinking that what mm-hmm. would be pleasing to God. Not man. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, our thoughts can control the whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> no, it, it, I'm so telling you, that's it with. Um, that's the key. Mm-hmm. We feed it. Yes, what you feed it. That's it. That's just like mm-hmm. your body. Mm-hmm. What you feed it is the, is the result of the outcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's so true because I know we talked about this before. I know myself personally, and, and my brother and my mom had actually said the same thing. Our family used to love horror movies, we love them. You know, I was growing up, I, I didn't really watch a whole lot of other kind of movies. We, and we just thought they were so ridiculous. We would just watch them. But now I can't, I don't watch this stuff anymore. I can't put, especially those movies about exorcisms and spirits and demons. I can't, mm-hmm. I don't watch that stuff. I don't watch a lot of violence. Um, mm-hmm. I can't put that stuff in my mind. I can't, I can't. Um, I just can't. My Because the real, because it's the real, the real, it's a horror movie every day when you turn on the news. It's a horror movie mm-hmm. in our inner cities. I don't need to watch watch a horror movie something somebody made up because the stuff is happening for real. You know, so um, we we you're right. We do have to be very careful because you know why it's it's it goes into the chamber like a gun has. Um, you know, you got um, a, you know what's in the clip, and then you got one in the hole. You got one in the chamber, and that's the one that's ready to fire. And so when something happens. You know, and a, a, I'm sure a police officer, um, unfort- unfortunately, you know, gang members and other people who are violent, who use it in the wrong kind of way, you know, military, whoever uses guns, um, that's that's the go-to, right? You pull out the gun, bam, you counting on that one. Whatever's in the chamber is, is going to mm-hmm. come out first. And and we have to make sure that we have our, our rights, our spiritual um, rights, quote stuff, if you will, in the hole. We have to be, be be mindful of what's in our chamber. When we pull out our spiritual guns, what's going to be the first thing? And if it's some craziness, that's what's going to come out. It's, it's whatever we put, whatever we got in that chamber is what's going to come out. we got to be prepared at all times and see because we never know what situations are going to arise and what they're going to require for ourselves and for others. Amen. Amen. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because of what you, like you said, what you feed it is what the outcome will be. You know. I, I, amen. Amen. 
And not only that, you can find yourself addicted to those things. Mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, Tweet, Twitter. See, I don't even know the name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I have a Empire. <laughs> I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All that, all that stuff. All how that to get stuff. Away, how, to, how to get away with murder? Mm. Scandal. But oh, yeah. entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? And the weak minded. And the mm-hmm. weak-minded would take those shows, like How to Get Away with Murder, and really think. Mm-hmm. Well, not the, I'm going to say the unsaved. Or, or anyone who, who watched those shows can use that. Like, yeah, I can get away with murder because I can do this and do that. You know what I'm just saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Feeding it, you know. Mm-hmm. Not, the, not the other movies like um, Doctor, what's the lady name? Beloved, what's her name? The one that that brings people on and talk over their problems. I don't know her name. Oh, Iyanla Vanzant. Yes, the, uh, uh, those 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 um, segments she have that that mm-hmm. bust your heart from feeling for feeling for the the people who are need who really need right. help. You know what I mean? Those, uh-huh. those feel good shows that make you want to reach out and pray for them, even and you don't even know nothing about them. Those shows that are, that are that are Make you want to minister, or make you want to be. I mean, you know, I'm just using that as a parallel, you know, opposed to all these other. We got to go home and watch this show. We got to go home and I can't miss Bad Girls Club because they're going to be fine tonight. You know, I'm just saying, those things. Don't say Bad Girls Club now. You're going to make my daughter mad. My daughter, too. My daughter, too. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, I don't even watch it that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do, because you're living in it now. <laughs> you know what? Leave me alone. Hi, Morgan. Hello. Hey, Morgan. But I'm just saying, you know, like you said, he was just saying about, you know, you know, the media, um, that one of the mountains, right, Sam? Hmm? The mountains. One of the mountains. Mm-hmm. It's what you're feeding yourself. Yeah, that media is no joke. The joke. media is no joke, and then we gotta remember who who's you know in in what's happening in spirit, and then we have to remember who controls the media, mm. and you know as far as man, you know the Jews control the media. They, we we just have to be more aware as as black, and I'm bringing up race because it affects us more than anything else because we ain't got no culture no more. We don't have a culture. We don't. We have very little that you know that we are answerable to. And that says, nope. If you do this, this is going to happen. If you do that, that's going to, you know, we our culture's been obliterated. So we're the only group of people who really don't have a culture. And so everybody else puts all that garbage out there, but you don't see that garbage out there about other folks the way it is about us. Is is black people cooning on TV all day, all night, and then we we get sucked into it. Our babies get sucked into it, you know. And then, um, you know, then we have this big old just circus with us right in the middle jumping through hoops like tigers you know it's it's we just have to be more more aware and those of us um who have been granted the wisdom to know how to combat it have to make sure that we come together and do that 
Well, what you guys were saying earlier about watching what you um look at on TV, I remember I was about to put on a scary movie, and because my grandmother has dementia, she's more, I would say, suggestible to demons. And the scary movie came on, and she just stood by the door, and she just started tapping on stuff and looking at me. And I said, okay. So it's not just that it can affect you. It can affect what else is going on around you, and it can also bring spirits into your area as well if you're not careful. That's why when you watch specific things, you need to ask for, like, covering. So, yeah, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So then in that sense, if, say, for example, you want to watch a movie or something like that, but you got weaker people around you, you it might it might not. Like I said, a lot of stuff doesn't bother me, but like you said, it might bother my grandmother. And looking at things on a deeper level than just mentally but spiritually, so we just, in other words, our awareness has to even go up on a much deeper level than what it is now. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's true. It's serious, man. Because they're going to put that, they're going to feed you that. You know, it's like being offered drugs in Hollywood. You know, you go out there and they're going to feed you. They're going to, you walk into a party and there's crack on the table. I mean, well, you know, I'm sorry because um, rich, you know, billionaires don't smoke crack. There's cocaine and there's heroin and there's all this stuff on the table. You walk in, and it's, it's right there just like, you know, the crudite and, just, you know, just like the hot yeah, wings the and the other stuff. Right. It's, it's right there. You know, um, they're going to they're gonna offer it. That's what that's what most of this garbage is on TV is drugs. It's just like drugs to get you addicted. And it's right there, and it's in your face, and they're giving it to you, and they're pushing it. You know, and we have to be strong enough to say, no, thank you, nope. No, thank you. I'll not be hooked on crack today. You know, it's, 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 you know, we have to be the one to say no and to be strong for ourselves and for our family with all that stuff because a lot of us don't get it's not just entertainment. The word, if you go to the etymology of the word entertainment, um, it means to divert. It means a diversion. So what happens is, and Sam, I think you said this a little, no, somebody said it, I don't remember. We're saying, you know, you look at that stuff and um, <clears throat> it kind of gets your mind, it's designed to get your mind off of whatever it is that you're going through because you get to watch somebody else go through some crazy stuff and say, ooh, at least my stuff isn't that bad, you know. And But what happens is we get absorbed in that stuff and then we get off track and off focus on what we need to do for our own families. We stop taking care of our own business with our own families because we're watching what Lucius and Cookie them are doing on TV, you know, and we're in it for hours, and people watch this stuff for hours at a time waiting to see what what's the next show coming out, waiting to see what's – and, you know, I, I'm, I've i heard even on Facebook I see some folks watching TV, you know, mamas, people with children watching TV, you know, two, three, and four hours straight. Well, why are you doing that? What's going on with your children? 
You know what I'm saying? Who's who's paying? That's the kind of stuff that we have to be careful of, and that's why I say that we have to be keen and aware and have the wisdom and the discernment to understand systems and how the systems work because that's the point. If we're watching TV and we're absorbing that mess, music, everything, even what's at the movies, then we are at some point going to not be the very best that we can for our own children. And then the system's got our baby. And there we go. Amen. So then we can watch stuff but be conscious of what we're doing and don't let it get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. I remember my pastor used to tell me, he said, um, well, he, when I'm saying me, he'd be talking to the audience. But there are times that he, he said he loved Star Trek. He loved Star Trek. But he said, every again, listen, to, he said every now and then God would tell him, you need to fast from that. He said he would fast from Star Trek. Cause he's, you know that was that was his his distraction, but he he needed to make sure that he had it, and it was just exactly what it needed to be, a source of distraction, entertainment for a momentary purpose. But when it mm-hmm. got where he was just I got it I got it I got it, then he knew that he was looking at it too much, and it started it had it had control of him rather than it serving his purpose. Right, and that could be anything. Mhm. Oh, true. And that that falls into realm of abuse and addiction that we pray for and pray about. Mm. Mm. And I think you know what you're right because addiction. A lot of times we think addiction is you know chemical addiction, alcohol and different types of drugs and stuff. But addiction is anything that you do that is compulsory that begins to affect adversely any part of your life. That's addiction, whatever it is. And now as I'm thinking and reading what that book was saying, and then just in general, if God is not the center of your life, then you can be pulled away into any of these things very easily. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if God is the center, then everything flows out from God to everything else. Mm. Whereas, like he was talking about the humanistic agendas and the liberalism and all that other stuff, it's serving goodly purposes, and it's even some godly, godly troop, godly um, principles, but it's, it's skewed because it's not or, or orientating or originating from God. It's originating from the world and the human perspective. Right. Did I lose y'all on that one? Because I was like, hmm.
Mm-hmm. Well, gotta keep that gotta keep that that mind strong. Gotta keep that mind strong, man. Yeah, well, like I said, like he said before, I wrote down knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And, mm-hmm. and, and we get the spiritual knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. They go hand in hand because mm-hmm. in order to have that knowledge. With an understanding, you have to go inwardly, spiritually, to be performed outwardly in our walk. And 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 anything that the world incorporates, it causes us to activate those 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 things. We need to as children of God to activate those things spiritually. Um, like I said, all the stuff is feeding us that's negative. We have to be the you know, our mind, not that our mind have strongholds with the, with to be, um, to be uh, um, confounded, constrained by watching, being addicted to the, seeing the, to watching these things because it, it, it can attach itself. <laughs> you know, it can attach itself. So, so not once you really start digging into your, you know, let's say, family, knowledge, reason, understanding, I wrote them down. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, um, spiritually, having those things, asking him to to empower you spiritually with the knowledge and wisdom and understanding to to uh, approach or to come upon these things that are not of him and know it's not of mm-hmm. him. This way, then once we in, in, in part, have that imparted in us, like someone said, he don't even let it worry him or bother him because it's just what a movie, you know, but it's just what a mm-hmm. show. Um, um, you know, the, the, our children and our, the ones who don't know him, who don't know, can easily suck in. You know, easily be sucked in. So, so we have to educate. We have to, we have to um, pray for, educate, teach, and almost not I'm gonna say control, but to mandate what they're watching. You know, my daughter had an anger management class for four weeks on four Tuesdays, and one of the instructors said, well, she likes to fight. I thought, really? You know, she wants bad girl. I'm just associating it. But she likes to start. I'm like, and I keep preaching, pick your battle. It's not yours. Don't even start no fight with nobody. It's in school, of course. And I know she has this spirit of rebellion in her. Everything I say, it's like, you know, I know that like she's been here before I was, you know, that kind of thing. But um, I have to reteach, retrain, reprogram her way of thinking. So we're incorporating prayer. We're doing baby steps. You know, she knows who God is. God is. I want her to rethink her thoughts. Oh, I see bad girls because I'm going to start me. I'm going to take me aside. I'm going to be like her. I'm going to be one of the bad ones. You know, no, not on my watch, but, you know. Oh, that's what I'm doing to incorporate the, the, the renewing of her mindset, the change through prayer and submitting and asking God for with her tongue and believing. Is it going to be easy? No. But I'm trying to counteract that negativity that's in her that she watches or the things that she's trying to do that's rebellious, that's fearless, and praying, praying it out of her. You know. She asked for God for a kind, tongue, patience, 
you know, stuff that she needs, she feels that she needs. Forgiveness, you know, if she asks those things, she's asking for those changes. And eventually it's going to cost. Not on my watch, though. It's going to be on his watch. And that's the relationship between him and her. You know, but I'm just saying. Amen. Thank you for your reading, bro. I know you're not done. You said what? I said thank you for your reading. I know you're not done. But when I wrote down knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and then I put above that motivation. Hmm. <laughs> well, actually, I am done with the reading, so now. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that um, when Lisa was talking, I don't know if it was said. But when she first started talking, it you know, it came apparent that that's the why we have to renew our mind and feed ourselves continuously because you know there's a it's a constant thing. It's a constant thing. It's a constant struggle. It's a constant battle. It's a constant thing. So we have to continuously be aware and monitor and do all these things, and we got to learn how to gauge that. And walk accordingly for our own self. Because once you stop, because of the prince of the polyar, because of the media, because of the forces at work, once you stop, then that at that moment you begin to spiral down. Amen. All right, anybody else got anything? Anybody else got anything? Question, comments, criticism, conclusions. Question, comments, criticism, conclusion going once. Going twice. All righty then. Okay, prayer request time. No, I'll take some okay, of that. Okay, I'll take the fourth spot. Okay, I have about twelve people to jump up at once. Who what what I'll take some of that prayer. All right. I okay. say I'll take the fourth spot. Follow okay. behind. Follow behind my, my, my um Yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Got you. I know. I know who number one and number two is, okay? I got you, boo. <laughs> Oh, I think my children are on their list somewhere in the morning. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they on uh-huh. on the, on okay. the children. I got okay. I, okay, I need to do a lot. Anyway, you ready, Miss Maria? Yes, sir. All right. Rumbo karade go se shere do kombrande go se shere 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 rande go sarakada brushere go se shere go se shere go se shere go se shere rande go se shere rande ka brande go se shere go se shere go se shere rande go se shere kanda brande go se shere 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 rande shere go se rande brande go se shere go se shere go se shere rande go se shere rande go se shere kanda Ah, okay. Hmm. You know what a camel does? Or a bear? Yeah. What'd they do then, since you know? What are you going to tell me? (laughs) What the hell? How the hell a bird get in the house? Uh-huh. <laughs> a bird in my house. I'm walking towards the refrigerator. All of a sudden, here comes something flying by me. Okay. Wait a minute. And your cats didn't try to get to it? They out. I don't, I don't know how. It, okay. Let me see if I can get this thing out of the house. Uh, my life, my life, my life. Okay. The camel and the bear. Yeah, yeah, right, okay. Maybe he might fly out. I don't know. Okay. You sure Shirley didn't take in another animal again? Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, I'm about to now. I gotta go find Davis's broom. <laughs> yeah, honestly, <laughs> you wrong oh, Lord. Okay, now let me see. Okay, Miss Maria, where does thing go? Give me one second. I'm bird trapping now. Did he fly out? No, there he is. Okay. No, you need to go outside. Outside. That way. Go. All right, Miss Maria. How I was talking about a camel and a bear. Okay, in the sense of they will, when they come to a place like the camel would feed upon water, water can be stored in its hump. Or before hibernating season, the bear will just eat a lot of fatty foods so that he can just go and rest until springtime. You're in the season now of preparation. So that means you just take the time to absorb whatever it is the Holy Spirit puts upon you to read, to study, to learn about. You're in a time of just just absorbing, putting it in, 
Don't worry. If the Holy Spirit shows you something to read or or to do, you just do it. Don't worry about what sense does this make. I don't understand. I'm with. No, you be obedient. You seek and you listen to him, and you let him guide you because it's a preparation season for you. Now, the main thing is don't become distracted. If you need to study, you need to study. You need to absorb. Do this now. I always tell you, don't try to don't try to get ready for a fight when you're fighting. You need to prepare for the battle before it's there. That's what you're doing. God is preparing you now for what you're going to be needing later. If you don't prepare properly, when testing time comes, you will fail. You will not be equipped, and it's not God's fault. So the Holy Spirit and that you correct did it good and we were talking about double portions. Did you get your double portion yesterday? What now? Did you get your double portion yesterday? I think I did. Okay. So now that means the tack is gonna be on to distract and disrupt you and keep you from doing what you need to do. Mm, I already started. And trust and seek God and let him be God. Because what will happen as you are putting things inside of your spirit, when it's time for the war or the time for the application, you will have something to draw from. The word will be inside of you, and the Holy Spirit say, will pull that word out and say, here. And also, all of a sudden, the word of God will come to you. And it's, oh, I got this. But see, if you don't take the time to put it in when it's time to battle, the Holy Spirit, well, I ain't got nothing to work with. Remember, the Holy Spirit works with, with, your, with the word. He doesn't work with your emotions and all that stuff. It's the word. So prepare. It's a season of preparation. And you will grow immensely if you walk accordingly. In Jesus' name I pray, man. Amen. You spoke about the uh, chaos a while back in the home. Mm. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that right alone because of the distraction right now. Okay. I can mm. honestly tell you on point with that one. Ooh. I'm a, I'm a mute. Mm. I that's so. See you there. All right, then. Now, who just said that? Is that Eric on the phone? What? Was that Eric? Yep. I'm on mute. Okay. All right, Derek Coleman. Shannon to go to the gun 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 to
Yes, 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 Father. Continue to increase in him. Continue to reveal to him that which he knows, Lord. Holy Spirit, bless him, Father, and keep him. Let the word, let the word should reveal to him. Let the word reveal to him. Let the word reveal to him, Father. That which he needs to see. He needs to get clarity, Lord. He needs to get clarity, Holy Spirit. Help him walk in the capacity that you're calling him to walk, and he will be blessed. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Um, I want to pray for Wayne's nephew. He got shot yesterday. Uh, Father God, yesterday, And also pray for Belinda. Hush it go say she 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 Okay, Lisa, Michaela, and Caressa. Sure. Michaela and Caressa. Michaela. Michaela. You know what? <laughs> Focus, JT. Focus, JT. Yeah, those I'm adding on the list with my family. Thank Lisa, Michaela, and who? Vanessa? Caressa. Caressa, okay. Okay, Father God, Lisa, text me the names, all right? <laughs> yeah, I know I'm special. Father God, I want to pray for her sister and her family. Okay, what'd you say? I said, could you tell what kind it was? What kind of what, bird? Yeah. It's a little sparrow. Oh, okay. His eye is on the sparrow. Okay. I'm trying to say his eye. He's the one to cry. Right, right. That's why I said that. I'm like, his eye's on the sparrow. It could have been worse. 
Could have been a magpie, you know, so maybe that's a positive sign. Take it as a sign. I don't need no more signs. I need some money. Hey, that could be your money sign. Who knows? I don't want no money sign. I want Okay, that was your affirmation that you're on the right road, all right? Which is a sign. I don't want. Are you ready for your prayer? <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. I'm ready. All right. I forgot what I was coming down here for. Birds flying around the freaking house. Oh, Father God, let me pray for Renee. Yeah, they're going to say going to run. I need some vegetables. That's what I need is some vegetables. Transformation. I think I was praying about that for you the other day. I think I was also saying for your household to get ready because there's something coming on. So seek the Lord so he can give you specific instructions of how to be steadfast, ready, and prepared so that you too can be strategic so that you can come out victorious. Don't worry about whatever erupts. Just focus on what you have. You have uh-huh. God. You have victory as long as you are in him. If you will look mm-hmm. at that and focus on that, you will be okay. Pull not okay. back into yourself, but let the Holy Spirit lead you into all things and through all things. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Okay, who's next? I raised my hand. Oh, I hear she. <laughs> you raise your hand if you're sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when I'm not sure, I raise it. Alrighty then, please be sure, baby. I can't take too much more. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, let me pray for your crew. I'm going to start with, I can just watch this. Um, Ebony Pearson, she's a good Okay, all of them are done. 
Trisha Arnold, hundred to go into the gun 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 to go
you know, we in, uh, we would say, you know, just put the fuse out. But but see, that's what happens when you're overtaken by the spiritual forces. You don't even recognize that you what you're doing. You continue to do illogical, unhealthy things. And honestly, until you do explode, that's why God allows us to come to the end of ourselves. We don't even receive that which is available to us. So basically, all you can really do is watch watch the show. Can't even minister because she wouldn't receive it. She definitely ain't going to understand it. So just watch the show. <laughs> you know, like, we're going to try to limit the casualties. That's already been done. And pray for your enemies, which is what we're doing. So Holy Spirit, just continue to move in her life. That devil hates every time I speak her name out of his mouth. He wants to destroy her. But see, we're interceding on her behalf. He can't even take her out. I said she won't be damaged, but he can't even take her out. Mm. Wow. Mm. He hates this prayer line. I mean, I literally got attacked when I started reading it. I was like, oh, God, really? He hates this prayer line. Mm-hmm. The what? The bird. Oh, yeah, right, okay. I turned it off, Mom, my daddy. So, Father God, just continue to cover her, Lord, and keep her where you want her to be, Father. Thank you, Father God. Okay, Barbara's covered. Let me do who else. I got Maria, I got Tony. Who else I got? Um, oh no! What's his what's his name? Um, yeah, I got y'all making me gonna have to sit my butt down and do this list. Y'all, y'all getting on my nerves. You know that? I just want y'all to know that. Mm-hmm. William and Anna Phillips. Run to go say she to go Okay, Carlos. Oh, you're all doing shit in the for Brandy to go say shut up. Yes, 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 Father God. Yes, 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 Father God. Yes, 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 Father God. Yes, Father God. Continue to speak to him, Lord. Continue to negotiate to let your word. You purify him. Father God, only because of your grace, your mercy, and your favor. Head of help and Father, 
Father won't because of the hand of God. Say again. Even in a, remember I was talking about this your 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 um stepmom exploding, imploding or whatever. Mm-hmm. How you know God is like like limited it as far as its effect. Mm-hmm. Where I said but so basically I'm saying a lot of it's gonna be in your head, but it's not gonna be have the devastation that it could. Right. Because right. of, of the anointing of God covering your dad. But it, it's going to impact him. Mm. So God is going to just revealing, and he's going to use it as a huge teaching tool, a huge waking up, and also a huge impartation. So Holy Spirit continues to help that man of God to walk away. Oh, that's what he struggles with. He don't know, he don't want, he don't understand the walking away part. Mm. But Father God, take him, cover him, keep him, Lord, so he can go forth to do that what you called him to do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Okay. What did I come down here for? I don't know. I don't know if he left or not. Hmm? Yeah, I mean, because he was up, he was here, and then he went over there. I mean, he was up on the stuff, though, so I, he, I don't know if the cat... I don't even know how you got in here, so. No, it was a little sparrow. Oh, what else? Mm-hmm. I don't know how you got in here. It was a little sparrow. Who was that? In my house. That's Shirley. No, I came, I came down the stairs, and I jumped back because I'm like, what is that? And he was sitting up you on here. He could have been in for a while, and we just not seen him. He could have a nest in here. No, no. You can get warm in his camera in the front of the store. Mm hmm. I know, I know. Oh, yeah. You don't be here in the church. Mm hmm, yeah. Uh, oh, I came down here for bleach. <laughs> okay. Well, he didn't try to attack you, did he? No, he flew away and just startled me. And you move, crazy animal. Let's go catch the bird. Make yourself useful. Okay. All right. Um, now it's time to pray for Erica, right? Got your dad. Erica time. What time is Father God, let me lift up this woman of God named Mauricio. Hi, Father 
Strengthen her for the journey. Strengthen her for the task. Ooh, baby, well, I'm sorry. But you now... <laughs> yeah, you know, before when I was talking about, you know, different physical things that I'd be experiencing and you started experiencing different things? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you know, just have fun. Gonna increase. <laughs> I ain't gonna look at my phone right now because I know something's coming. This father just strengthen her for that which you want her to do, Lord. You are equipping her for the task. The Lord is literally forcing you to draw to Him because that's gonna be the only thing that is gonna give you what you need in order for you to make it through. He's made, forcing me to do who? To draw closer to him. Because hmm. <laughs> that's the only way you're going to be able to make it through. Most people won't understand, so don't even try to explain. How can you explain something you ain't understanding yourself? You just see it happening and Shaking your head. Holy Spirit, just continue to bless her, keep her, strengthen her. And mm, now, this part here, this word here, the one that you truly, truly need, the one that you don't really want to be bothered with. That one is revealed to her. At this point, you rather walk ignorant. Daughter, I'm going to reveal, I'm going to teach, I'm going to open your eyes up to see what you need to see and what I de- ooh, and what I desire you to see. Oh, boom. Okay, so the difference in what you need to see and what he desires you to see, some stuff he's going to show you because he wants to show you. So from his perspective, it's a need to see. From your perspective, it's a not need to see, but God says, I need you to see this. So what bearing does it have on what I'm dealing with? Maybe nothing at the time, but it's something that you need for later on. So he's going to open your eyes up to see this. <laughs> Father God, run to the help my sister, Lord. Run to the Removing her life, she'll go to her heart, she'll go under the bucket, and allow her to go to become the woman of God. She called her to be. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Happy, happy joy, joy. Happy, happy joy. I'm glad you are. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I gotta make a phone call. I'll be back. Oh, bless me, Lord. <laughs>
Okay. That can't sign out. Water, keys, and, you know, uh, credit cards. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, Erica. Hi, Erica. Mhm. How you doing? Mhm. Mm. I know I told you this yesterday, and I know you're like half sleep. <laughs> but yesterday, you know, we were doing the double portion thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna look at my phone because I didn't want. And I told you how God just supernaturally made me connect with everybody that I knew as far as, for the most part, that I'll be doing business with in the very, very near future. Mm-hmm. Brought them across my path so that I, too, could pray for them in regards to a double portion. I'm going to stop the car right there because I'm pretty sure at this point in time you're at the end of the block. And I'm done. Who wants prayer next? I must say, don't you hear the car engine? <laughs> See, that's that's the car that's coming to get me. <laughs> oh Lord! Mm-hmm. Okay, who wants prayer? You want you want prayer, Morgan? Yes, no. I do. Place my child. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, Jesus. Strengthen her, gird her up, Father. Keep her moving even when she wants to stop, Lord. Keep her pressing even when she wants to turn around and say no. Keep her, Father, open to you. Love on her, Lord, with your grace, your mercy, and your favor. Help her, Father. Help her, Lord, as she struggles to grow into this womanhood that you're calling her to come forth in, Lord. Help her, Holy Spirit. So she can rise up and be the overcomer that you're calling her to be, Father. Let the Word of God continually manifest in her heart, Father, so she can keep the faith. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Erica, can you pray for me? I don't like his prayer. (laughs) Erica, at this point, y'all ain't ready? Look all right here. I even go on mute so you can make sure you hear. Amen. Amen. Oh, gracious God, our Father, we thank you. We thank you for just being God. Mm-hmm. We just ask that you enter in and sort of be in the midst. Oh, shut that a hashi, kashi, pere moho, shara. 
You know, it's like I have a um, a vision of you looking out on the horizon, and it's like you see um, all of this territory, um, and it's not. Um, it's all your 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 vantage point and your viewpoint is that you see all of this. And there is so much ground you have to cover. But God is, you know, telling you, you know, to um, hearken to his voice as to which direction that you should begin, where you should go, because all that you see is not, um, all that you would cover. And it, it appears to you that you have a lot of ground to cover and that it looks endless, but there is so much territory that uh, God is going to um, give you to travel. But uh, with, you know, covering so much ground and, you know, um, you, it appears to you at some point, you know, how am I going to be able to do it all? Because, you know, one of your one of your wants, and to some degree it's a need, but it's a bigger want for you is transportation. And then you look at, well, God, how am I going to be able to, you know, cover all this ground? And that's not a concern you should have. Your pri- Your primary concern is, you know, have God to, you know, direct you as to which, you know, way you should go first. But you have so much accessible to you and to cover it and do what he has, you know, charged you to do in all of these different places and environments, it will be you seeking him. You don't have to worry about how you're going to get there, how it's going to be covered. But more importantly is to seek in him as to where you're going first and what it is that he has for you to do there. So basically you got a lot of stuff to do. But with that comes the responsibility of asking for the proper guidance. 
So don't be weary in well-doing and don't be weary with, you know, the unknown of how will I be able to do this knowing that at this particular point or at this particular time, I appear to have limitations or restrictions, when in all actuality, you don't. So just be attentive of, you know, where you are now and what you're doing because you got a lot of stuff to do, a lot of ground to cover. And, you know, a lot of it you look forward to. Just don't spend unnecessary time on the how. Just seek God to know um, for him to tell you when and what the how is going to come. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Um, somebody else, please. <laughs> She's looking for she's looking. love for you, baby. <laughs> Anybody else want to pray for her? Go ahead. Right Go ahead and dig yourself deeper. <laughs> I have a question for you, Morgan. Yeah. Okay. Did you have a feeling or did you get a vision to what she just told you already? A little bit. Okay, that's what I thought. So my prayer for you is that I pray for you to have much strength, much focus, and to be steadfast and sure-footed mm-hmm. in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. What are you getting home for? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I mean, if you show, if you were shown the vision, and in his verses you are in his word. This is your destiny. This is your purpose. This is your journey. So shout victory now and do him proud, and be in his willing vessel. Anybody else, Morgan? <laughs> Felicia? Uh, no. Just, I mean, here's the thing. You're looking for a different answer. You're looking for something different. Ain't nothing different coming, sweetie. Nothing different. So take what has been given you and run with it. Because what's going to happen is you try to look for a different answer. You're just going to keep giving you the same answer with different words. So you're welcome. Amen. Shut up.
Now look, Felicia. I ain't heard Felicia all day after yesterday. Felicia wasn't saying the word. <laughs> she wasn't. And then I was on mute, but when she said Felicia, I said, "Uh oh." <laughs> after yesterday, Felicia like, mm nope, mm I don't even want to listen. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna hide. <laughs> she done brought Felicia out. <laughs> Bless her heart. Y'all don't believe me. Huh? Was that Marcus? All right, we'll, we'll move right ahead. Okay, who wants prayer next? <laughs> Might as well come on and get it over with, Felicia, since she just stepped out the background. Go ahead and get your get your surgery over with so you can go back to post-op. And you can pray for me after, Felicia. No problem. No, I didn't go first. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no, come on now, Felicia. This is a rosy posy garden, remember? <laughs> You you still in the phase where you receiving the good meds. <laughs> the doctor still got you in recovery, so you got all the medical care at your hand. <laughs> you know what you say? The, 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 well, you just like, oh, give me some more of that morphine, yeah. <laughs> right, right. As opposed to when you're at home. <laughs> when the doctor sends you home and you got to get the prescription made, you got the good stuff right at your hand. Just go for it. Oh, she got the button? <laughs> yeah. She got the button in her hand. She can push it where she wanted. Yeah, she can push it. Or she has the accessibility where they need to, you know, put it into the IV automatically via the button, or the button will call the uh, medical staff to say, this. I need some I need some pain uh, medicine, please. Oh, she needs some relief? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh. Okay, charging. I need a fully charged one. How are you looking? Nope, you're too weak too. So I guess I get the one in the kitchen. 
Yep, yep. All righty. Felicia's turn, right? Yeah. Okay, Felicia, who do you want to pray for you? Me, me, money. <laughs> uh, uh, Erica. There you go. <laughs> Amen. 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 Glory, Lord, our Father. We stretch our hand to you. So koshe keshi te te so poromo koshe kesha da so poromo koshe ti sa kasha si te mo koshe kesha tara se tira mo koshara kesha si te mo koshi se tere he shara mo koshara so koshe kase tira mo koshe tira sa tara mo koshara. Keshatara mokoshara, so to mokoshara hasira, so toro keshatere mokoshara hasa kashatara, keshatere mokoshara hasira mokoshara, so koshatere hasira mokoshara hasira, keshatere mokoshara, so keshatara hasi keshatere, so toro mokoshara setara, so koshara hasi keshatere hasara. Mokoshara hasira, mokoshiti sara. Koshatara, mokoshara hasira. Koshatara hasire, mokoshitere he shatara mohona. Seke shatere. Keshitara mokoshara hasira. Koshatara mokoshara. Keshitere mokoshere. Seke shite. Sotoro mokoshara. Keshe he shitere he sara mokoshere. Koshatara hasara. Mokoshara hasira mokoshitere. Keshara hasira mokoshara hasa. Sotoro mokoshatara. Keshitere heshara. Mokoshara hasi keshe. Keshitere mokoshara. Sokoshere heshara. Sotoro mokoshara hasire heshitere heshira. Mokoshatara hasira mokoshara. Sotoro mokoshitere heshara. The burden has been lifted, and Jesus is standing before you, asking you to continue to step forward towards him. The thing, the vision that I see, it's like... um, this sort of heavy, dark covering uh, was over you, but it's like it it shows that it's lifted, and where the sun or the light has not um, or has had issues 
coming in fully. It is now shining on you. And as you look out into it, Jesus is standing there, you know, extending his hands to you, asking you to step forward. And the, and basically how um, the vision is to me is like this. This new freedom is new to you. It is a relief, but at the same time it's also unfamiliar. And, you know, it's like you have contemplation on, you're contemplating on moving forward or if you want to step back because that was, you, I guess you resided there for so long, there is some sense of um, complacency. And not because you like it, but because you have conditioned yourself to deal or to cope with how you've, you know, um, I guess you you found a way to cope with that burden. But God is telling you it has been lifted, and he is inviting you you know, to step forward into this newfound freedom. In this place, you will learn new coping skills, so you should not be hesitant or fearful of the new things that he has in store for you. And so God has shined the light upon your face and he's just inviting you to um inviting you to step forward where, you know, his light can illuminate throughout your entire being. And the more you expose yourself to the light of God and where he what he has for you, the stronger your body and your, you know, your entire vessel will become in the word of God and what he is directing you to. Do not think that, you know, that previous situation gave you strength. It, you just found a way to cope with it because, it, you know, you were conditioning yourself to deal with that. And so God is just asking you to step forward to allow, you know, his light to shine, you know, throughout you and that you will be strengthened by his word and, Definitely, um, how you perceived and what you saw yourself and your situation to be will be something that you no longer desire. So it is you. You're only you know sort of straddling the fence in a sense because it you found a way to cope, and God is just inviting you to find new coping skills that will you know allow you to see the blessings that He has for you and the strength that you've always had within. So just step away from those things of the old and step into the new that God has for you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Amen, 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 amen. So basically, don't rely too much on the pain medication where you stay sedated. (laughs) You know, allow yourself to be strengthened by God's words and that you will, you know, you're able to see those things that he has for you to see. 
because sedation has, you know, the tendency to relieve the pain, but it also has you in somewhat of a relaxed mood. You know, it has your body sort of relaxed and you, you know, become somewhat situated or, you know, immobile to make sure that you're healed. But God is just asking you, you know, to use partial partial sedation, but continue, you know, partial sedation and his word. And that is, you know, the partial sedation is prayer. The other part of his word is you being faithful and trusting that you continue to step out and allow him to strengthen you where he will be that new medication, basically, that those things of the old will not hinder or hurt you or cause you that discomfort or pain. And so when you walk into your newness and walk into where he, where he is guiding and directing you, you will be forever strengthened. And so situations of the old that will, you know, show up at some other time in your life, it will, you know, not be of interest to you, and it will not, you know, those vulnerable uh, feelings and things will not wound you or hurt you as they did before. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Thank you. I got a feeling Felicia saying we don't play fair. She ain't gonna play no more. <laughs> Man, I, you know, to some degree, I agree with her. Hey, Erica. Yes? Yeah, I want you to pray for my father. Okay. Hey, Mr. Farley. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, I can't complain. Okay, good, good. Hey. I'm going to pray for you, okay? I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Hallelujah to your name, Father. Okay, Shara Hasida Moho Shara Totoro Hoshe Keshi Terehe Shida Totoro Moko Shara Hasara Soko Shatara Keshe Tere Moko Shara Soko Shara Hasi Kesha Si Terehe Shi Tere Moko Shara Soko Shi Seki Shatara Moko Shara Sara hasire mokoshetara hashata keshara hasire sotoro mokoshatara hasira koshi se keshatara soko shara hasire mokoshetere heshati saika shara hasire mokoshara soko shatara hasi kesha keshi tere heshara mokoshara kosho toro mokoshara hasira keshi tara hasira mokoshara soko shara Keshite he shara, Keshara mokoshi tere, Keshatara mokoshara hasira, 
You know, um, God is telling me to tell you not to be discouraged and don't allow, and not to allow um, things that appear uh, to be taking place to rattle you. Don't allow it to concern you in that fashion. You just continue. You know, as these things are happening, because I heard you also in the background, you know, saying to Sam what you were unable to find, your wallet, your keys, and do not allow that to dis- to be discouraging. Oh. Do not allow that to um, to shake you. Okay. That you continue to, you know, that you continue to, you have patience and you seek God because that's just, you know, a, another tactic to keep you, you know, um, I'm, I, I think I'm trying to find the right word. It is a tactic that, you know, to throw you off focus, basically, or off cue. Amen. That's true. So you know, it, it don't don't allow that to to shake you or especially discourage you. Because you know God is, He's communicating, and He God wants you to um, continue to stay focused on Him. But yeah. He also is trying to show you something. And the the interesting thing about it is Satan wants you to see something else. That's why you can't find whatever you're looking for. And that Amen. is just a distraction for you. Because, see, um, Satan knows that you have trusted God for a long time, and he's seen that manifestation, you know, in the number of years that you've lived. He sees that strength in, in your you know, in your cognitive ability and your physical ability. And so you do not allow those things of of carnality, you know, with things being unable to be located, the fact that, you know, um, don't allow that to discourage you or put or, or transition or change your mood. And he's done. Where that you will focus on that and not seek God because believe me, your keys, your wallet and anything else that seems to be moved away or replaced or, or put somewhere else is right where they need to be. And if God don't let you see them, he's put them in a, a secure place for a reason. Amen. And he has always helped me to find whatever was misplaced. Right. And you're going to find it when you need to find it. Okay. That that should not be your focus at this moment. Right. Because that's a distraction. Amen. I, w- I want to thank you for praying for me. And, oh, you're welcome. And, and I'm sure I'm going to find it when I need you to. You will. Do. You will. Amen. Amen. Hold hold on. I 
Get back to Simon. Amen. Oh, the bird's still in my house. Morgan, tell one of them demon spirits to chase it out. Tell that monkey the spirit to chase it out the house. And they got boats, everything celebrating the Cubs. All in the harbor, they got a parade. They're going on a parade. Yeah, one of my home, one of my homeboys is um, was a pitcher. One of your homeboys, what? Was the pitcher for the Cubs? His name is C.J. Evans. For the pitcher for the Cubs now? Yeah, the, the relief pitcher. Who's this? He pre he pitched in the last game, is what she's saying. He pitched in all the games, the last like two innings. Oh, okay. A little young boy. Yes, he's from about two about two people. <laughs> yes, he's from my hometown. His brothers and sisters and aunts and uncles who grew up together. Oh, okay. Went to the same school. Oh, cool. He, he he left high school and went straight to the majors. His father and his other three uncles were all excellent in the game of baseball. Oh, but cool. no one pursued the Oh, uh, right, right, right. Everybody was excellent in sports. You know, baseball, especially all his uncles, because there's four of them. And he's the only one out of all four, five brothers and three girls, and seven children, that to pursue his career and make it from right out of high school. Out of high school. Mm. Then, you know, his father dropped out of college to take care of him, the family. So, awesome. Put out of a small town on the map. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I should have went on and became the professional football player that I was supposed to have been, but, you know. No, you are a doctor. Dr. Jesus, Dr. Jesus. I'm playing doctor. A doctor that came then. I'm not even going to say it. All right. See, 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 see. You, you, you look, who else you want to pray for you now? Maria, pray for Morgan. <laughs> Who else want to pray? I get my butt out of here. I'd like some, please. Pam, like, I'd like some, please. Y'all going to forget all about me. I asked for that 20 minutes ago. Y'all done prayed for the world. So who would you like to pray for you, Pam? Let's pick a prayer, Pam. And well, at the end, it really don't matter much, now, does it? Mm, she done learned. <laughs> <laughs> you want mm-hmm. Eric? Well, go ahead and pray for me. Okay. I'll pray for you, Pam. Ha, Father God, help her to find that which she is looking for, Lord. What she is seeking. Mm. And we talked about the difference between looking and seeking. Seeking requires much more effort. It's much more involved. 
and it normally takes a longer period of time. Hmm. Should have ghosted. 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 Ghosted. Should have ghosted. Oh Lord. Yes, Holy Spirit, Clarity and all that you're trying to give me right now, Lord. Mm. Mm. Okay, we always talk about your pace. Do you feel you're moving at the pace that God wants you to move at? Probably not, no. Feel you're be, being obedient to what God is calling you to do. I'm not sure what He's calling me to do. You received a double portion of His anointing yesterday, correct? Yes. You are trying to be obedient and to seek Him. Yes. You're learning to trust him. And I say it like that specifically because we say that easily, but when it becomes more involved with trusting his ways, trusting what he places in us, that's why I say you're learning that. Because you're still uncomfortable with a lot of things that he's showing and revealing and taking you to. But you're saying slowly but surely, you're learning to trust him. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So. Erica. You there? I am. Good. Because I'm about to pray for you to pray for her. Okay. Father God, you Okay, Father God, I've been praying for Erica to see things that she don't want to see. Open her eyes, Lord. Open her eyes and then begin to illuminate to her exactly what it is so she can be specific for Pam. So she can be specific for Pam to hear what Pam needs to hear so Pam can continue to move in accordance with that what you have her to do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Okay, I'm going to mute.
Hello? Yeah, I don't know. One second. One minute. Talk about you. Okay. Amen. Amen. Oh,ぼしけしでせてのもこしゃらこんぼしけしてらはしゃらもこしてれかしけしてでもこしょうとろもこしゃらはしでもこしてれこしゃかしてでもこしゃら ケシテソトロモコシェキャシャラコシェケシテレモコシラケシャタラハシロモコシャラハシラケシェケシャラモコシェタラモコシャラケシェケシュトロモコシャラカシセテレモコシャラソコシェテレヘシャラモコシェレ
Well, maybe that I'm not seeing what it is that he's showing me. What's blocking your vision? Probably me. What is it that you're doing to block your vision, or what is it about you that um, that will make things invisible? I'm not sure. Shoke shara sekeshi tere sitara mokoshara keshi sitira mokoshara hasere koshi ta sara mokoshata sa. You know how um, bears go into hibernation? during certain mm-hmm. times of the year, like they go in for cover. Mm-hmm. That's where that's what you've done and that's where you are. And whatever and you know you know how bears do it, they go into hibernation, you know, for a reason. And you've done it for a reason, but their reason um is via nature. That, you know, according to nature, this is what they do. And while they're in hibernation, they're resting, they're recovering, uh, they're rejuvenating so that when it is time, you know, when the season change and it is their season to come out and, you know, walk through the land, that's what they do. You have been in hibernation over seasons. And when, you know, and, and, and in your hibernation, God has communicated with you, um, and he continues to communicate with you and and show you things that and i don't I don't know exactly i can't i don't I can't see what he's showing you, but he has revealed to you and he has shown you a direction in which you should go. You continue to hold on to the hibernation aspect for fear of what may happen when you go out. I don't know, and and what I'm, what God is showing me is that you have a fear that you have yet 
to um, give to him. You talk to him about it, um, and I think to some degree you think you've given it to him, but you've not given, you have not totally relinquished it to him. And it's a reason that you continue to hold on to whatever that is that makes your vision blurry. It's, you know, it's like um, the comparison of um, when, you know, Moses was leading his people. God is leading you, and you have been set free from that that form or those forms of bondages, whatever they were. And now that you are out, you know, out of bondage, it you, your uncertainty sort of, you know, puts you in a compromising position of how do I survive in this new place? How do I, you know, get through and how am I how am I going to, you know, govern myself? How am I going to care for myself? And your comfort level is that where you were giving or being given guidance and direction, which is easier for you. But God has put you in a place where you can make those decisions yourself and you do not have to rely on someone telling you who, what, when, why, and not putting you in a box that you need to be here by this time to do this thing and you can leave at that time if all things are done and you will be uh, rewarded for those deeds that you have done. God has put you in a position where you can set your own time, you can work within your own uh, restrictions or restraints or your timeline whether it be um, a set time every day or whether it will fluctuate to be a certain time today and another time tomorrow. So you can work or do or be as long as you want or as short as you want and knowing that God will still cover and provide. And the, the fact that he is positioned you to make those type of um I guess decisions under him, under him and that you will still be covered and you will still fulfill those things that he has for you to fulfill as opposed to working within some type of restriction or some type of box. It's that new freedom that seems to 
be fearful to you. Because he has he has revealed it to you, but the what you what is blurry to you is how do I handle or work within this new place with you know, call them, how do I do this? As opposed to me being accustomed to having done it under the instruction of someone else. So God has delivered you from bondage, and your skepticism is how do I put together a plan that, you know, in this new place of freedom, and God is telling you that you're not alone, that, you know, the person that you consult with is him. Because whatever you need, he will supply, he will provide. And you learn to trust him as opposed to trusting man in your previous areas of bondage or your previous places of residency. Wherever it is you lived, however it is that you were conditioned to do and be, is where he has freed you from. And so whoever, you know, whoever your old boss was, God is telling you he's your boss. So consult with me. And I will show you how you can be uh, fruitful and prosperous in this new place that I've taken you to, and you do not have to live up under those rules of bondage that you did before. So you can't, and what he's basically saying, you can't live in the new free land under the old same rules of bondage. And so the the um choice or the decision is yours. Choosing to seek God and asking Him to enter into your being that you can move and operate according to how he is, you know, desiring you to, because you can't, again, your difficulty is living in a new place under old rules. So God is just asking you to continue to seek him, and you seek him fervently, asking that the blinders be taken off, asking that your vision be made clear and that your heart is open to accept and receive and that your body is willing to move as he instructs you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. She's better off when I pray for her. <laughs> what you say? I said you was better off when I prayed for you. <laughs> she sliced dice. But and it's funny because in my prayer, even though I was in the spirit, I was hearing specific details and instruction, and I, I and I guess that's why he gave it to Erica. I couldn't have done what she did. Well, I mean, it ain't Erica, but but yeah. So anyway, I'm going back on mute. Uh, the call is about to end in a minute or two. All righty then. Anybody else? And then I guess when they come back on, I'll text Nate see if he wants to get on. And Can somebody pray for Charles? Pray for who? Oh, 
Uh-huh. H-O-P-E? No. I said Charles. Oh, Charles. Who's Charles? My boyfriend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sure, child. We'll pray for Charles. Thank you. <laughs> What's funny? Welcome, daughter. All right, pray for Charles. Yeah, they're going to the gun, 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 they're going to Father God, continue to anoint him, should go and you to use him, should in the capacity.